What up, everybody, and welcome to the show of hurt feelings, disagreements, debate, and controversy. It is the House of Havoc Top 10. Today, we have the artist formerly known as Anthony Alessino, the smooth criminal Brian Castiglione, and the mullet wearing cold take Sharon Jack Hockenjoes. And last but certainly not least is your boy, the Dean Malenko of podcasting, the man of a thousand nicknames, <laughs> Jimmy Hockenjoes. Today, nice. we're doing the top 10 hip hop projects released in the 2010 to 2019 decade. For anyone who might be curious, project entitles, uh, encapsulates an EP, an LP, an album, or a mixtape. I don't know. Does anyone have an EP on here? I don't. No. Definitely not, dude. Yeah, I have no EPs. <laughs> no, I, I don't actually. It's funny. My list only contains studio albums. I believe mine does. I have, mine does not. I have a couple of mixtapes on the whole thing. Um, so this one's going to be difficult because this was a really good decade for hip hop. I mean, not the best, right? Because um, a lot I mean, of people say 2000 to 2009 is yeah. arguably one of the best. I think this is. I think this is a time where um, where hip hop and rap started to branch out of just the like the boom clap and the rapping, and we were focusing more on like production and things like that. Um, so I think the rapping stayed. Not that it stayed the same. It definitely got better. But I think people were more focused on making it sound good. Rather than just being boom, clap, boom, clap. You know, we'll rap over this for a couple bars and then go into a hook or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I um, it probably is one of the best decades, to be honest. It's so good. Um, I mean, I'm older, so it's hard to say. I feel like a lot of things coming out recently don't really match it. That might just be because... Do you think they over bias, but... Now, uh, so the, okay, so let me preface with this. With I, I'm on the show, obviously, quite a lot. Um, I'm being a trooper here. And it's not that I don't like hip-hop. I just don't listen to it like that. So for me, you're going to get the most basic, kind of like how we did the you're last one with the Pokemon. Listener. Right. Well, yeah, I'm not. Like, I, I know me. No record player. No out. I don't listen through an album. I don't like things like things of that nature. Just like, They just don't happen. For me, and I know I think I can speak for Brian, too. When a new album, tape, whatever comes out, I listen to it straight through start to finish. My for my first listen, I won't always listen to them like that. But when the first three listens, I listen straight through, start to finish, the way it was designed to be listened to. Right, by the and I don't, and I don't think I've ever. I think I have a few, very, very select few times I have, and I, so I think you're gonna get a very. Uh, I'm probably gonna skew the end results for us because I, I, you're gonna get a very basic, uh, uh, basic understanding of hip hop as a, as a whole here, but that's fine. I'm okay with that. Honestly, and it is fine because, and I think it's good. We have Jack here also, so Jack is coming from a different different time. Oh yeah, to time a different also. generation. Yeah, right. and also music is music is subjective, so it's really just a oh, matter of hundred you know, percent how you view it. And so now, like that. going off of what you were saying, I feel like now uh, nowadays, I feel like <laughs> in the last ten years, or not not even like you know last five years, they've overvalued the production aspect of it. Like they've, they've gone over the top. I feel like with some of the stuff that they've been doing. And I think that's what makes it difficult for me. And I think they've also gotten away from like legitimate, uh, verses like legitimate, like things have that meaning. There's no, I feel like there's less, much less meaning in the music. And that's a very baseline, basic interpretation of it. You know, for me, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I'm sure. And I'm sure you'll see Like, I mean, in some of our top tens, a lot of the lyrically, like albums that are dense, I, at least in my list, were all falling towards the top, strictly based off of right. you know like 
See, I, I feel like I, I have that, and then I feel like I have I definitely value some production value. Yes on top and no. Too. In my top five, I have a little bit of very yeah. deep, very dense, and very like just this is right. what it's it just is, smacks. You know? Like yeah. <laughs> so, at the end so of the I day, want, before you go, I, I just wanted to preface this. Um, if you're new to the show, welcome to the show. For if you uh, you know if you're new, you wouldn't know this. So this decade for me and Alessino is ages seventeen through twenty six. For Brian, 18 through 27. For Jack, it's 8 through 17. <laughs> yeah. So so yours should be drastically different. Unless should, you're... unless should, in theory, be significant. Unless, dr- unless you're cultured. Unless you okay. put in the time. Well, here's the thing. As as everyone says, you know, I, music is subjective, right? I did my very best in order to take both worlds. Like how you... The music you guys listen to, I grew up with and I love too. So I took the very best of my ability to combine the two of what I listen to now and what you guys listen to and kind of meet in the middle somewhere of albums that I love. So I, that's what I tried. To so do. in my top 10, I feel like I have six or seven artists. That's, so that's fine. So I'm no, no, I'm just saying. So that's so for me, the top 10 almost turned into. How, I, I didn't want to rank people twice in the list, so it almost turned into which albums out of these artists that were made do I think is the best for this time? Because there's a lot of... I mean, I'll make this case yeah. later, but... There's, I, a lot, yeah. there's you know one guy I couldn't we, do that with. There's one guy there's I one couldn't guy do couldn't. that with, yeah. but I did do it with. I might be on the same page as him, depending on who we're talking about. All right. so, so, as we always start, and again, I could be the only one who has one dishonorable mentions. I don't have any. I tried to I think don't of any, have but any. Yeah. I mean, so listen. But there's a billion of them. This but is, if you go to, you know, this but. is obviously an emotional show. We're scoring everything emotionally, not critically, because if we we're sitting up here critically, I would never say what I'm about to say. Chances are, it might be on someone's list in this room. I believe me. I know what I hear you. The life of Pablo, 2016, Kanye West. I per for me personally, I think it's the beginning of the end of Kanye. As we know it, it's the first not great Kanye yeah. album in a series of not great Kanye. Albums. I I happen to like some of the songs on that album. I happen to like some of that songs I, on the album also. I, to be honest, I listened to it three times, like I do with every album, and after that, I don't think I've heard a song off of the Life of Pablo since. Uh, I, since I like it came three out. or four for sure. Like, and 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 it doesn't. It didn't make my honorable mentions, so it's not the best. But I think you've. I think I've. I think we've all been a little bit. Um. What's the word I'm looking for with with Kanye? It's very when every album is just so diabolically good and so invested. I in, think the thing up is, until is, that point, and right. we grew up in a time where, where like you're saying, Kanye West was consistently getting better. Not like getting better, but setting the bar for every everybody else that time was there for production value. So Hawk this, might be right. Life of Pablo might just be Kanye gets older. Now he's doing fashion. Now we're starting yeah. a family. You know, music might be taking. A backseat. You could totally tell that, for sure. But I think it's like, if you take that album and you pull it aside from every other album and you just look at it just by itself, you're like, well, that's a, that's a decent album. That's a pretty good album. Mm. But when you go and compare it to ones that, like I said, raise, like, like Brian said, raise the bar every time, that's where I feel like you get pretty critical. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, well, this is nothing compared to that. Yeah. I get well, it. That would be I'm fine. okay with it. That would be fine because that happens with any artist that's around long enough is gonna is gonna releases fall. that album what i've always said i know it's not original about biggie and tupac they didn't live long enough to fall that's why they get right. remembered as the greats because what 23 and 25 when they uh, passed yeah I yeah i think biggie was 23 and pop was biggie was 23. I could be wrong okay. yeah 23 or 24 but 
like to, that's the thing. So, but my point was, sorry to cut you off. It didn't get better after that. Then what's after the life of Pablo? Um, you had ye after that. Yo. Yeah, ye which, and which, Jesus is king. Yeah. It never got better. And then Donda. And then Donda. And now Donda. Well, yeah, yeah. I did not enjoy, and Donda didn't really enjoy. I did not like Donda. You're but not going to buy that know. stupid little MP3 player for Donda 2? The stem player? Yeah. No, so, just to, to, to wrap it up with the life of Pablo, talking to people my age, they're like, you know, it's a little bit of a jumbled mess, but I still love it. And, you know, it's like, I love Kanye. And I'm like, yeah, but didn't you say, you know, like you like my dark twisted fan better? Like, didn't you like that album better? Yeah, no, it's better. But, you know, the life of Pablo just has this thing to it. And I'm like, what? A mess? It's gross? Like your room? <laughs> I think for you, Jack, I think the reason probably your friends sing it is because it's at least generational with your time. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy came out in 2011. You were what? Uh, How old are you, Jack? 12. Okay. So you can't really connect to what was going on kind of in that album. But (laughs) The Life of Pablo, maybe that's why. That's the only thing I could think of. I think two. But I'll make a game time decision. What? Nothing. Nothing. nothing, nothing. nothing. You'll, well, you'll hear about it later. We've, All right. Um, I don't have any dishonorable mentions. So honorable mentions, we try to keep this segment to three to five. This one was tough for most <laughs> of us. I, when I got my, I got it down to twenty total for my whole list, and I couldn't make any more cuts. So I have ten honorable mentions. I'm gonna give five quick that are like the bubble teams, so to speak. Okay. Kids 2010, best day ever 2011, both Mac Miller mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Love them. They really connected with me. Couldn't make the list for obvious reasons. You know, just as far as it being a top 10 list of everything else that came out in that decade. Like, this is a very niche genre of rap mm-hmm. that doesn't touch everybody. So, loved it. Couldn't make the list. This one was just out of pure respect. I'm sure it's not the last time we're going to hear about it. So, I'm not speaking on it too much. Nothing was the same. 2013 Drake. Mm-hmm. Owen IFC, 2012 by Wiz Khalifa. This album for me, I love it so much. When it came out, Matt, our friend Matt Oro burned me a copy of it, and it was the only car I had in my Saturn. For, the only CD I had in <laughs> yeah, my Saturn, the Saturn for right. like tw- two years. Yeah. And then Forest Hills Drive 2014, J. Cole. Okay. Those are my five bubble. I'll send it to Jack. For, do you? How many do you have? I have six, so I'll give you uh, like two right now. No, just give so, us the six. Yeah, give just us, give us the six. six. All yeah. right, so... My, one of my first honorable mentions is Zoo by Denzel Curry, which came out in 2018. Yeah, album slaps. Yeah, Brian knows what it's about. Right, Lost. Yeah. Sum- <laughs> Listen to it, bro. You won't be yeah, Sumo's that. on that Denzel album, Curry right? Sick. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not Sumo, but Sumo's it's... Sumo's uh, not on that album? No, no it's Sumo's Speedboat. on the other album. But that's a sick song, too. Um, and my next honorable mention is uh, Professional Rapper by Lil Dicky. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Love that. You know, I also had that as a as a as an honorable mention. It's a very which is thing. so fucking weird. Neat, yeah, yeah, exactly, a hundred percent. Uh, I got no. Stuck. Don't want to go pass it on. Pass one it on. Oh, we're just doing one honorable mention. Yeah, I only did oh, the first. My bad, Jack. I, I only do all six. No, 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 I did my first five, and then I have my next five in order. Oh. like the actual. Oh Jesus. Mentions. Okay. Um. All right. So honorable mentions for me. I'll do five. Um, so I have DS2. I know it's going to be on people's top 10. It didn't make it for me. Um, strictly due to the fact that, um, DS2 popped on the scene. It was a brand new album, a brand new sound. I, I think future is great. Everything that came out after it was not nearly as good as DS2. I think it's just a product of him making way too much music in such a small period of time. He releases like three albums a year 
I think he just needs to take a little break. But <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love DS2. I think it's a great album, and it barely cracked like top ten. Like I put it at ten, out of ten, at ten, out of ten, probably two to three times. Um, this next album, um, I don't know how this is gonna go or how I, I don't think any of you have listened to it, but Anti by Rihanna, you wouldn't think is a good hip hop album, but it actually is pretty decent. I actually have listened. Um, it's haven't. the last album she put out. She hasn't put one out since then, and it was really. Wait, what year did that come out? That it was, was 2016. Early. Yeah, I, it was well, my first okay. year of Oswego, uh, so 2016. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, three, I just put two albums together because they're essentially the same thing, but both Long Live and Live Love ASAP albums by ASAP Rocky were both really good. Same situation with Future here. Everything he put out after was not nearly as good as both these albums, but I really hope he makes a good album because he's actually a really good artist. Just the last few albums he's came out with have not been that good. Um, Run the Jewels 2 um by killer mike and i can't remember the dj's name yeah it's um, run the jewels that's the name but there. run the jewels Group. 2 is such a good album and if anyone doesn't listen to run the jewels you definitely should all four albums are great um and then last one couldn't put it on the list because there's no rapping it's more of a hip-hop production but um cosmo grandma and until the quiet comes by flying lotus are both great oh, okay. instrumental hip-hop albums the main reason i had to put them on here is a lot of the albums that you guys listen to um whether it be like faces with mac miller um, some of the Kendrick Lamar, um, Flying Lotus does a lot of production on some of these tracks and you don't even realize it until you kind of listen they to work. his music and then you see, you hear what it sounds like in other people's music. They work with Thundercat or no? Flying Lotus, um, is actually, Thundercat is signed to Flying Lotus's, uh, record label, right. Brain Feeder. Um, Brain Feeder used to do the music for, uh, for Adult Swim. That's how Flying Lotus became oh, what he is now. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, that's my first five honorable. All right. So I have six in total. So where do so you just give me one? Okay, this is the honorable mention to the honorable mention. But I have to do it because I was looking up some stuff on it. Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. Okay. All right, so it's funny because I never listened to that album. But when I was researching it, people love that it album. Is the number, it's like critically It is claimed. the number like, one sold good. album. Yeah. And for that reason, it, it needs to go up here. Like, I, I, think, I, think we, I think we sometimes forget where she came from. From a, right. a, a small time, I think is that VH One? What 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 is? I don't even know her story. Atlanta Love and Hip Hop. She was on Love and Hip Hop. I don't Atlanta. watch those shows. I think that's VH One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, VH One. No, me neither. But that's what I'm saying. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. from VH One Atlanta Love and Hip Hop, where I, I'm gonna. What the Sorry, heck? That was serious. She was gonna. Yeah, serious, yeah. crazy. Serious trying to get deal. in. She, she like, wanted to put her list yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, dude. She, she likes Cardi. She said Nikki forever. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for that reason, and obviously, uh, uh, you know, Bodak Yellow was in there. So okay. For that reason, it's the honorable mention. The honorable mention. Go ahead. All right, my first honorable mention is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's 2010. <laughs> all right. It's tough. It's to gross, dude. It's gross. <laughs> you don't like that album? No, it's gross. Oh, it's an honorable oh, mention. All right, I was going to say. Well, what we were saying with It's my, fine. Go I ahead. Got, I just put a comment on it, and that's it. We'll leave it. No, no. Well, it's what we were saying before. It's not the last time I'm talking about Yay. Right. And this is a Dark Twisted Fantasy started in the top five and then just eventually started dropping out because I, I was kind of Yay heavy. In, gotcha. In okay. Way. I get it. So, again, this was so hard for me. This is the N64 was the previous hardest list I've ever had to make. This one is way harder. Yeah. Pokemon did not take this much time. And, dude, I bought Apple Music, subscribed to Apple Music <laughs> to do the proper listening and studying over the last week and a half to make sure that I did all of my, you know, due, due diligence. diligence and wasn't going off of a listen to something I haven't heard in six, seven years. That's it. I mean, I'm sure we're going to get to it, so I'll let you guys talk about it later. Jack? So, for my number four, because I gave you two, I uh, I got Stony by Post Malone. 
Good album. Good album. White yeah, Iverson, album. congratulations. Definitely. I think good that's the album. technical first yeah. studio Great album he put out. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good start to a career. Um, and I'll give you the last three I have on here. Um, this one, also not so much a hip-hop album, but Control. If anyone knows Control by SZA, that is a great album. She's another R&B artist who's really good. Um, and the last two, I don't even really like Pusha T that much, but Daytona by Pusha T was, was a, a album. sick album. Um, and also, couldn't I couldn't come to terms with putting it on the list, but I have to put it on honorable mentions. Based on a True Story by 2 Chains was Yo, one of I the best it. albums released. In the 2010s, but I just, I couldn't come to terms with putting it in the list. But it's a great album. Great album. I thought about it, too. It was just, I was getting too high. I'm like, you know, I was getting <laughs> yeah. too, in terms of numbers on the list. Right. I'm like, nah, we just got to right. cut the fat. So here's what I'm going to say. Obviously, uh, Little Dicky's album, we both had that Professional on there. Rapper. Yep. Now, here's what I'll say. I went as a, I went as an artist, because I couldn't choose which one. It's an honorable mention, so it's Okay. okay. Something, some part of Tyler the Creator needed to be on the honorable mention. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. And I just didn't know which one I wanted to do, so I chose a variation of them all. And okay. uh, he just need. I I wanted to do Igor, but a lot a lot of people have a problem with that, right? How do you feel about that? That's not he your favorite one. He's gonna tell you. He I like it. Igor, yeah. but Flower Boy. I like the, I like all Tyler yeah. Creator is one of my favorite rappers. No, I know. I, I just. I don't want to get too much into it because it is on my list. Okay, yeah. all right, but, that's fine. Yeah, Hold on, Igor. Though I'll tell you. Um, I could get why people aren't okay with it because it wasn't really a hip hop album. It right. was really more of this. There was a certain point I'll kind of get into like more of it later, but he's not, he's not really making hip hop music so much anymore, except for the last album where he was like, I'm just going to rap for right, 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 right. That was the older. last album. Um, Call me Call if you get, get lost. lost. Oh, where he right. literally just rap for 48 minutes straight. And it's great, but yeah, another great album, but all right, so that's that. So the th- all, the two of you already spoken about it. My next one's professional rapper, Little Dicky. In my opinion, technically, stylistically, the third best white rapper ever to live behind Eminem and Paul Wall. And I would argue he might be technically better Paul than Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Technically, stylistically, I think Little Dicky's better than Mac Miller. I want to fucking eat rapper, this microphone. As a rapper. And I love Mac no, Miller. I- I don't even. I'm not even debating the little diggy. I'm. I'm. Don't maybe look at I'm me, un- dude. I didn't maybe say it. Maybe I'm uncultured, but Paul Wall ain't it for me, dog. Paul Wall's pretty cool. He's but cool. It, I don't think he's better. He's than cool. <laughs> I would like to drink well, a Mac, old English forty I, with him, but you know, jeez. Mac, Mac Miller is up there too, but I think I don't know. I think like I te- was never te- a Mac Miller fan. Technically, technically speaking, as a rapper, when you if you peel back the the, the Lonely Island aspect of it and the fact that he's making a lot of jokes. You listen to the bars oh, and the double entendres and shit that he 100% says, I agree with that. It makes my brain go, what? 100% I agree with that. And I didn't never like Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. Now, when we... You come, used to hate Mac when Miller. We come back around, yeah, when we come back around, I have one honorable mention of Mac Miller, but I was never really like a, like one of those like diehard Mac Miller guys. Right. And there were so many. Go ahead. So here's kind of where the controversy starts a little bit. But uh, I have Culture 2 by Migos, which is 2018. That album, it, there's a lot of songs. It's an honorable mention, like, so I'll allow it. Yeah, it's okay. It's not there's a lot. I don't need you to. I also don't need you to tailor your what you like to to the to us as the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like, just if you like it, hey, that's it, and that's the point of you being ten years younger. It's also you know a part I mean? of my generation, too, right? Where like Migos is the shit, right? Like, we and that's fine, and that's fine. But I'd rather know that than you change. Your opinion, because there's guys that are older than you. You know 100%. that's the point of this. You know, hundred percent. Um, 
Oh, you're doing honorable. That was my whole list, but I mean, the only other one I could think of uh, more relevant to Jack. um, Actually, I don't want to say it because it might be on his list, but um, are there any other albums I could think of? I probably could, but I'm blanking right now. Um, That's fine. I mean, watching movies with the sound off isn't on my list. Great album. Um, Probably the album that got me into Mac Miller. I didn't like him initially when he first started rapping, but once he got out of the like college rap about drinking parties and stuff like that and started rapping about being in the rap game and getting better that's when i really started liking mac miller so um watching movies with the sound off yeah spinning faces circles all those albums um both those good am also another another good one would probably put them honorable mentions so i'll just run through my honorable mentions and just finish them off i have uh three left yeah i got three more too Uh, four left all right mac miller swimming yeah um kanye yeezus good album great album uh, I'm losing control. Oh, uh, the Carter Four, good album. Little Wayne, and that was one of the ones where I was like, couldn't do it, but and probably not. And then the last one, which I guarantee no one would even have this in an honorable mention, but for me, I don't know. I just like it. Uh, Kids see ghosts. Kids see ghosts was Kids a good album. It was a nice little project. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was an album, right? I think that was no, the only it was more one. Like an EP. Yeah, right. It was weird because like him, Nas, and Kanye all dropped albums. Produced by Kanye, like all in the same week. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I, I, I actually, I, remember that being I like that. Yeah. They were like, I we're really making like... three seven song albums, and they're all coming out in the same week. And they were like, okay. Yeah, and I really like Kid Cudi too. So, you know, go ahead. Uh, I just want to say this now. When he came up with the Igor thing, Lo-Fi is not for me. Would you consider Igor Lo-Fi? It is Lo-Fi esque, right? I think Tyler the Creator uses a lot of aspects in his production that are lo-fi, but I wouldn't consider it lo-fi hip hop. Right. Yeah. So, but I get what you. I get what you could. There's going to like be it. no lo-fi on my list. So there's, there's no, no lo-fi there's no on Brock mine Hampton either. That, I mean, I kind of consider. Even though, oh, that's another honorable mention for me, Brockhampton. Yeah. All three saturations, everything else, kind of. Hmm. But. So with that being said, here are my final three honorable mentions. And again, look, it was tough. They just at the end of the day, they didn't make the cut. 2013, because the internet, Childish Gambino. Really? 20, 2017, damn, Kendrick. Oh, now, wow. this is just one of those things. I scored Kendrick against Kendrick. So did I. I scored Kendrick against Kendrick. Yeah, so so it is what it is. <laughs> and then this is the this one for me, bounced between seven and, and being off the list so many times. 2011, Childish Gambino's debut studio album, Camp. Now really good. we had already we had already knew who Donald Glover was right. without realizing who he was because we loved Derek Comedy middle school through high school. I remember you and Gage came to me. They're like, "Oh, that guy from Derek Comedy is a rapper." Yep. And I started consuming all of the "I Am Just a Rapper" tapes, his EP, so everything he did. And then a few months later, Camp comes out, and Camp was. I don't want to say Camp is responsible for hip hop for me because. It's not. It's really Eminem and Outkast that are responsible mm-hmm. for my love of hip hop. But Camp is like responsible for the rebirth of the diving deep, balls deep into it, like right. post high school into college. And there's just the bars on this album and the shit he says makes me think. It made me think like, holy shit, you could say that. Right. Like the one verse from Sunrise, it goes, um, she stayed down like that new coat that I bought her and them fly Rihanna girls be drinking my coconut water. And yeah. I'm looking I mean, at there's her butt. that's that 2020 hindsight. My ship be Jackson, Jordan, Bolton, Keaton, Tyson, five mics. Yeah. And like you said, there's shit all over like that all over that album. All over it. I was trying to put camp in my top 10 too. I couldn't really do it, but I loved camp because like you were saying, I listened to it the other day and a lot of what I realized similar to what you were saying. It was when he first became a rapper, the whole mixtape is riddled with, all these people doubting me. I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna do this and do that. You know, like and it's and in camp, it is a huge theme. Rapping for... about uh, 
He's probably not going away to camp and meeting the girl. Sitting in bed in between my right. mom and my aunt. Playing with the slam before time toy from Pizza Hut. Yeah. Like, and living in the fucking ghetto, basically. And yeah. Now, once he got out, everyone looked down on him and all this shit. I wanted it in the top ten really badly. Couldn't do it. It yeah. just barely makes it. So I have uh, two more honorable mentions. Um, one, I have Uzi versus the World, which is 2016. It's, uh, it's a flagship for my generation. I like it. Started, I started listening to Uzi then. I still listen to him to this day. And this is the real controversy right here. I have to pimp a butterfly on the honorable mentions. Oh my god! Uh, well, listen. Let's, Don't love it. Let's look. Let me, look. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you defend yourself. Just know that I'm upset. I'm upset with you too, bro. Don't worry about it. All right. Don't worry about it over there. The reason to pimp a butterfly is on the honorable mentions is for one specific reason. There's a better album, and you know. Also, it's I didn't listen to the pimp a butterfly like. When I when it came out in 2015, I wasn't there. But when I, I wasn't there. I wasn't <laughs> there, dude. But when I went back and listened to it, I was like, yo, I get it why people say, oh, this is the best rap album of all time. I get it. But I disagree. And that's the beautiful part about music is that it's subjective. All right. Listen, one more. I just forgot. Uh, acid Rap. Okay. But Chance the Rapper. Okay, that's it. I think we're done. Are you you want to start us 10? Yeah, my number 10. It's been briefly spoken about already. Again, Bounced from 10 to out, from 10 to out with camp. Dirty Sprite 2, future, <laughs> 2015. Where are you at? Fuck up some commas, yep. stick talk. Stick talk, That's baby. all I got to say, dude. Yeah. I, again, every, a lot of the stuff you said about the mumble rap sound is true. I t- generally, no, no, it's, that's not what I was saying. About the sound and the style. Future put music. out the sound. He definitely was the first one to kind of put it forward and push it out there. But it hasn't changed much since then. Right. DS2 was a great album, though. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, I mean that's those. Jack, three, do you want to go? You those go? three singles plus the sound and like it's a good smoking sound, right? Would you disagree with that? I get what you're saying. It's yeah, a, it's atmospheric. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah, yeah. So that I mean that's all I really have to say as far as it. number ten, thirty sprite two. All right, here we go. Number ten, and like I said, if you guys want to help me, like you know, go ahead, find the album. That's great. Uh, number ten, uh, take care, Drake. Yo. Number 10, take care, Drake. Me too also. So I'll tag team you on this nice, one. Nice, love it. So I have Marvin's Room was the number one Marvin's reason why. Room. All right, go ahead. You list your favorite songs. All right, so I had Marvin's Room, uh, Take Care, and uh, da, 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 uh, Hell Yeah, Fucking Right. Okay, so my favorite songs were going to be Crew Love. Um, this oh, and, is when, and the motto. And the motto is a good song. Crew Love, Crew Love is a great song. Um, also is not when Weekend really made his first debut, but when people started really to learn about The Weekend. Um, he hadn't really been on too much before. Now he's featured in Drake's second album. So people were like, what is this song? Who this is song this is great. Who is this guy? Weekend kind of started popping up. Loved Crew Love. Um, the intro to the album, Over My Dead Body, is sick. He like, initially sets the theme out. You know it's going to be a song about uh, an album, rather, about like, uh, like a love story, him trying to get with this girl and everything like that. I think it's a great intro. And um, my other favorite songs, I did like Headlines. It was a single. I'm not really a big singles guy um, in yeah. terms of like when albums come out, but um, I thought that song was sick. Um, yeah, I mean, it came out in 2011. It leaked nine days before. Um, it wound up getting released, um, I think, with two extra songs that weren't supposed to be on the album, but I'm pretty sure they got released in the leak. So he was like, I'll just throw them on there anywhere. Well, then anyway, and that's going to be, uh, what was the, the last two? I think it's called The Ride. And then there's one other one at the end. Um, I love this album. When it first, I I was one of the people that got the leak. I'm just gonna say. That. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody's coming. I thought it was, no, I thought it was great. Um, 
not going to go too much into it, but just some things I found out about it while I was looking into it. Um, it uh, It's ranked 95th on Rolling Stone's currently updated list of 500 greatest albums of all time. Wow. Um, I mean, that's Rolling Stone. That's pop culture. So take it, you know, take it with a, yeah, for what it, it is. Yeah, right, but right. it was... Um, it was the reason why Drake won his uh, his first Grammy as a rap artist huh. was for Take Care. So all right, so I'm glad I'm on this. I'm, I'm, I'm glad there. you came in with that. All one. right, good. <laughs> I feel that makes me feel a lot that was better. Nice. That was nice. All right, good. What do you got for ten? So at number ten, uh, I have Meet the Woo 2019, which is Pop Smoke's first album. Okay. And um, you'll you'll find another rapper for your generation that compares to this, but everybody I know who's like a friend of mine, like my age, they listen to Pop Smoke. Don't speak out of pocket. I'm not. I'm I not fuck speaking. With pop no, smoke. I know no, you fuck with pop. Oh no, people fuck with pop smoke. And the thing well, is, here's the thing. I fuck with New Yorkers, dude. I a lot of fuck. There's a lot of fucks being thrown around, dude. I fuck, I with, fuck New with pop smoke, dude. I fuck with New Yorkers, dude. So first of all, I get it. Peter the Young Legend, and that's the problem. And that's the problem. That's it. That's it. That's the most we're getting from him, right? Well, he's dead. I understand that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, go ahead. So recently, this album just got platinum certified, and 50 Cent was emotional on Twitter. But that's besides the point. My favorite songs off this album, you got Meet the Woo, Dior, and uh, Welcome to the Party. Dior, Dior, Dior. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... She like the way that I woo. Yeah, she do. Um, Pop Smoke. There's You can't say a lot because he's dead now, but he slaps, dude. He slaps. Yeah, he's a generational staple. He generational no, staple. No, I agree with Jack. No, no, no he's, he's not wrong. To see where it went. Yeah. Had, yeah, it would have been interesting to see. I don't know. It's gonna be fucking trash, pop but. smoke. Dare I say it? Now, don't internet. Don't come after me. I'm not saying comparing them as in terms of skill. Just go. He's gonna be the big L of, of his generation. The greatest. Exactly. What could have been? <sighs> you don't think so? Dude, there are a lot of people that fucking died. Not, not. A lot of people say Big L could have been the greatest. How do you say his name? XXX. If you're looking at it, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't know if he'd be. If you're talking about what what could have been, I'm saying yeah, it's the greatest story of what could have been. Not Not on the same level. No, no, no. no. I'm saying in terms of it being the greatest story. What if the greatest? What if? That's Pop Smoke. That's probably how this was. Yes, yes. That's what. That's what I'm trying to convey here. I agree. Anything else? I mean, you know, just because uh, I don't have any more Pop Smoke on here. There's a song that came off of the most recent album that got put out after he died. It's called Tell the Vision, and it's got Kanye on it as, like, a producer. And it's uh, it's got a clip from, I think, a Breakfast Club interview. And it's, uh, I'm forgetting who it is. It's one of the, the newer female rappers talking about how Pop Smoke was just in Brooklyn. And it was just, like, a live interview. And it gave me chills. Like, and I, I get chills to this day. I'm like, damn, this guy really... He would have taken it. Was that a postpartum? Posthumous, yeah. Uh, yeah. He he could have been like. Yeah, because there's a lot of like. Correct me if I'm wrong. Twista is on that album, or am I wrong about that? There's a lot of like they took stuff that he recorded and finished the album after he was gone. Yes. So a lot of people featured to finish the. Sometimes it's just Pop Smoke doing the hook and then two other guys doing the verses. Oh, Cuddy is on the Cuddy's on the album. Cuddy's on the album. Yeah, it's a lot of people on the album. So we're back to me for nine. Back to you. Yeah. My number nine is Goblin by Tyler the Creator, two thousand eleven. At the time, very different. Like, he, and that's kind of what. What are your favorite songs from Goblin? Yeah, her. Her's the Frank Ocean one. Yep. Her for sure. Um, obviously Yonkers. Transylvania is one of my favorites. Great songs. 
Probably my favorite song. Tra- yeah, Transylvania is great. great. Uh, Sandwiches isn't on that, right? That's, yes. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Sandwiches and um, this is one of those albums that's no, that's no skips for me. She's the other one, right? She and her both. There's Heart, a she and her. She and her. Oh, you know what? She might be the Frank Ocean one. She's the Frank Ocean I think one so. and her is just Tyler. Um, her is the one when Tyler says the famous bar, at least I thought it was hysterical. I know that she's the key to love because she's who I'm thinking of when I'm beating <laughs> Richard up. Yeah. Incredible, dude. Transylvania obviously is a great one. Cunt will be bleeding, but that's not from the time signature of the month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's fucked up. Yeah, dude. He was. But I, I was wa- I was uh, watching something on him and how he started and how they kind of went about it. It's pretty nuts that they started on Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon gave him the first run, and they were backstage. And Jimmy Fallon was like, "You guys, like, you're like, you're doing this, like, you're coming out, and like, you're this is what you're gonna sing, like." And they're like, "Yeah," and they took the world by storm, basically, mm-hmm. in in essentially, right? But what was the well, group called? So they got odd, it was Odd Future. Odd, odd Future. They, they got really big. Um, they blew up on online forums. Like, oh yeah, first, Tumblr first, stuff yeah, first. But yeah, Jimmy Fallon. But he was, was like the first there. mainstream yeah. opportunity for them. So nine for me. Are you, you yeah, are? I want to bitch suck dicks on Goblin, right? <laughs> yeah. Might be, yeah. You bopping, so. bitch? Question mark. <laughs> Question I think mark. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, it is. yeah. All right. All right, let's see. Number nine, I have. You don't uh, have the same number nine. As no me. way. Yeah. Takashi six nine, dummy boy. Oh, no, I'm, done. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just dude, kidding. You got me. I, I was like, you got this I is yours, dude. Think, I have nothing. I'm just I kidding. Think <laughs> you would be the first person I'd want to sue. I'm just kidding. It was a it was a fucking joke. That was the Carter five. Okay. Now. No, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But for me, this is one of the albums where he just said I can listen through the entire thing without stopping. So th- I mean, I don't know. Do you Carter like? Five? Um, so I mean, uproar, Mona Lisa. Uproar was a great song. That's the Green um, Ranger remix, right? The song with Snoop Dogg was good too. Um, I'm not sure about uproar. Is the yeah, dun, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh also did a song Swiss Beats, right? Yeah, Ranger. Swiss Beats. Okay, you can tell so by the way Swiss Beats. Um, Dark Side of the Moon is Nicki Minaj and him. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa is phenomenal, uh, and that's Kendrick's in that. Like it, it goes on. Famous is good. Uh, I can't say the name of the song because you know it would be it would the be Snoop Dogg song. It'd be culturally inappropriate. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. So it goes on and on for me. Like I said, I'm not. I know. I know. I'm not going to have the uh, the same list that you guys have so for me that's number nine okay um all right so number nine i'm not gonna get too deep into it um but so my number nine is gonna be it's called the money store by um by a group called death grips um they are you know about death grips for real do you, know do you really grips, yeah. holy shit i didn't i did not expect anyone to not know a that. lot but i do know of death so grips. so death grips it's um it's experimental hip-hop um it's a three-piece group um, there's, uh, there's MC ride. He essentially raps over everything. Um, it's really more of yelling than rapping. Um, they have a keyboard player and then a drummer. And it is probably one of the most aggressive forms of music I think I've ever heard in my life, but it flows so great. Hold on. More aggressive um, than stitches. Probably in the same area. Okay. Um, a little bit more musically put actually a lot better. Musically no, no. Musically gifted is right. This is actually good. Music. But same That's aggression. Aggressive. Yeah, same yeah. aggression, so, but just actually talented. What's crazy is that he is musically gifted. He, that's a I, that's a choice he's making. One hundred percent. I agree. One hundred percent. I um I truly think I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but Death Groups they, they released all their albums pretty much from 2010 to 2020. Every single one of them is good. Um, Ex Military is probably my most favorite. I went with the Money Store because it is probably the closest rooted to actual hip hop in terms of like 
because it's very okay. experimental. Right. But as far as like hip hop goes, this is probably the closest. Are they? Are to they? Are they? So I know nothing about. Are they mm-hmm. still around today? Uh, you know, it's it's funny. It's um the big thing about them is um they they don't have much of an online presence, so they'll just drop music and you never even know what's gonna happen. They'll just show up and do things and you never know what's gonna happen. They might be broken up. No idea. They oh, have. Okay. So they're they very literally low key. like they dropped in their last album I think 2019, and Facebook nothing's updated since, so no one knows like. That's just how wow. they are. And then by the middle of this year, they could be like, we have an album coming out tomorrow. That's wow. just how... Because the big thing was is they're another big uh, group that got big online. All their shit was leaking. Like, as soon as they got it, it would just leak. So they're like, all right, no more leaks. We'll, we'll just, just pull... Yeah, we'll just... Nothing's go, on, we'll on, just the, go on the internet anymore. It'll all be huh. yeah. internal. Tactile. So, Go ahead, Jack. Number nine. Number nine. Long live ASAP. Deluxe version. Good job, Jack. Double platinum album. It's the debut studio album for ASAP Rocky. Album slaps, dude. You got fucking problems. You got Goldie. You got one fucking train. problems. <laughs> that is a very good album. It is, and it's not in my top ten, but it's a very good yeah, album. Yeah, it's not Super on my slaps, it's a good dude. One. Super slaps. I like ASAP a lot. The boys always bump. Is LSD on that? Uh, I don't think so. I no? It's on the previous. No, that's uh, the next one. Okay. Oh, it's the next one? Oh. No. Last yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it, album slaps like like Brian said. We're waiting for the what's next, dude. Yeah. I I won't. Uh, it was good. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I feel like yeah, obviously could have been better. But long live ASAP, just super slaps. Great. Bump with the boys. That's about it. That's all I got. <laughs> Go ahead, number eight. All right, my number eight is uh, our very own Gage Zangi from the Rewind. I believe he he made an album. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, what the hell do I don't know? <laughs> I, yeah, it's Gage. <laughs> Let I me guess, Schoolboy Q? No. Oh. I believe this is still, to, to this day, last time I spoke to him about it was, his desert album, like if he was stuck on a desert, could only have one album for the rest of his life, it would be this one. It's 2013's Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Uh, right around that time, 2013, yeah, that's the time where we're all in community college. And, I mean, I was done, but yeah. Well, yeah, we're at the college age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every party we were at for like a good year, eventually someone had a few a few too many beers in them and they'd yell, put on the song about the juice. The juice from Acid Rap. Also, um, <laughs> you don't remember that? Well, no. you, were, you wouldn't have been there. Every time we were at a party at Gage's house, someone would yell it. Really? Yeah. Put on the song about the juice. Smoke Again with Absol is <laughs> another good one. Just a, a good mixtape. I love Chance. Or I just I like this one a little bit more than I like Coloring Book. Mm-hmm. It's really just a preference thing at that point, I would guess. But uh, you know, this is just another one. Pretty much everyone on my list from this point forward, I could put it on no skips and be happy with it. Okay. This one I can't. My eight I can't. I can't. I wouldn't be able to play it through. But that's just who I am as a person. Um, because the internet, Childish Gambino. Yo. My number eight is because of the internet by Childish Gambino. Okay. So you can go say your piece and then. All right. Um, so for me, it's uh, World Star, Sweatpants, uh, three, uh, 3005. Those are the three big ones for, for me. I mean, what do you have? For, I have uh, my favorite songs those. are going to be Sweatpants, uh, 3005. And also, <laughs> I do like uh, Z Lots of Stockholm yeah. is a great song. Okay. Oakland's a great song. Um, there's a couple other songs I'm I'm blanking up towards the end of the the album I forget the names because they start turning into like number like acts yeah 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 acts yep um but Ur- yes Earn Pink Toes I have it up Pink Toes yeah that's Earn's yeah. the one I'm thinking of okay um but yes I love this album um I didn't know this I don't know if you know this but this album was actually 
primarily recorded um, in what he was calling the tempo of the temple. You want it? You ready for this? Which was in Chris Bosch's mansion in his basement. The studio, the, the majority of this album was recorded in Chris Bosch's basement studio in Miami. That Childish Gambino what had year was dubbed it? the temple. It came out in 2013. Were they together? No, they weren't. The big three? They weren't together. Yeah, until yeah. 2014. 2010 yeah. to 2014. That was like oh, in was the midst of it. Yep. Oh, it was oh, really? So he was doing yeah. that. All right, so I so I believe that's his best album. I believe that's his best album. I like Camp. Um, I did get into this with him about Camp, but I was going to bring this up too. This album here was much more of him, like the self-doubt, not being a rapper, not being good enough. It is completely gone. This album is completely like, I, would oh, agree. I am in this. We are doing this. I am on top. We are... We are pushing out content that is better than what and I feel is better than. I believe that, know. and I also believe it's the first time. Like, well, now people can make the argument that this was Camp too, but that like you heard something different. Like you, like he found his own niche. Like this was it. Like that's right. in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, three thousand and five is not, again not my favorite song, but it's it's a song that like I can't really find it not an equal but you know what i mean like the same kind of sound there's it's, right. it, it's few and far between between that you know what i mean yeah if you, and if you listen to 3005 and it's in your playlist you're not gonna skip right but there's just some songs on here that i would and that's just you know i mean but that's like that's just me yeah. a lot of people could listen through well, so the, the reason camp was higher than because the internet on my honorable mentions list is because camp i would pretty much no skip and uh, because of the internet, I would probably skip a few songs. That's yeah, well, one time we were drinking at a bar, me and Jimmy, and there was karaoke, and he did camp. Uh, he did, he did uh, what song from camp? Heartbeat? It's Childish Gambino. Homeboy's uh, Drop Away. Homeboy's yeah. Drop Away. Bonfire, song. right, right. He did Bonfire. Not Didn't miss one I'm word. Sure. And people were around him <laughs> screaming, dude. Screaming. That's another great bar. Move white girls like there's coke up my <laughs> Hold on. Crack. Do you even remember what bar we were at? Irish? Oh, no, no, no. Come um, on. Pat, the one in Patrick, um, dude, unbelievable, brickhouse, brick unbelievable, oh, dude. God. Guys from high school, like fucking oh, rallying God. around them, out of nowhere. Mark the memory that I forgot. <laughs> I was one of my favorite fucking. Ma- After that, I was like, I, I'm gonna be good friends with this kid forever. I'm like, that was cool. All right, you're up. Number eight, we got Dirty Sprite two. Dirty Sprite, Dirty Sprite, uh, double platinum album, third studio album for Future. Uh, you guys were all talk about all the common ones, but uh, I served the bass in the glory. Oh, that's one of my. Song. That's actually my favorite song. <laughs> I served the bass. I served the bass. Yeah, we. I think we already said what needs to be said about Thirty Sprite too. So I think we're. Uh, I think we're good on that. But fair enough. Yeah. Number seven. My Jimmy. No, my number seven. If we have the same number seven. I doubt it. My no. never. My number seven. Uh, again, get upset. I don't care. It's gonna be what I consider the greatest Kanye West album ever recorded. Twenty thirteen. Jesus. I'm okay with it. No. Okay with no it Kanye song, in my opinion, slaps harder. Without take the word, the lyrics out. Black skinhead. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Be, I'll go fight yeah. somebody. Blood on the leaves is blood, blood on the leaves, dude. Blood Come on mind. the leaves and black skinhead are enough to carry the entire album for me. Personally. Yeah, that horn section at yeah. the end when there's no lyrics is so sick. Yeah, that those are yeah, so I, sick. Yeah. No, I I'm okay with that. Yeah, we used to bump me and Big Whitey from the Death of Kayfabe used to bump Jesus in the kitchen when we were working together eight hours straight, dude. We we do Jesus. We put on another album. We put Jesus back on. We put on another album because <laughs> it was like the week it came out. So we we're like, yo, let's throw that new. Yeah, album let's get back after on. it. Like, yeah. yeah. All right, number seven. There's no way we have the same. Let's one. see. Jay Z. No. 
and Kanye West watched the throne. Oh, put some respect on it, dude. And I know that seven is probably too low. Too low, but it's too low. I had to. Uh, Brian's going like this, so I wish. No, so no church in the wild is great song, unbelievable, yeah, and song. it has the same for me production value as Blood on the Leaves. Like it feels like that. Like right, right? Um, in Paris, right? Uh, Otis, great song. Uh, bu- 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 who, uh, who gonna stop me? And Murder to Excellence. Actually, Made in America is good too. Bro, they're all. They're all, they're all this is a, this is almost from, a playthrough. It's a good album. It's a good album. Could have went higher. Maybe looking at it now, should have went higher, but it's at seven. Brian, to you. <laughs> All right. So for number seven, I have Faces by Mac Miller. Um, I I think it should be in everyone's top ten. And I don't even I'm not even the biggest fan of Mac Miller, but this project was absolutely amazing and it became more amazing after he passed away. I know that sounds fucked up, but when you kind of look at it, um That's how you know you're one of the greats, dude. But just hear me out. So yeah. I re-listened to this because they re they reissued it. Um, his his estate reissued it on Spotify and streaming platforms. So I was like, let's give this another listen because I did listen to it in 2014. But just listening to it again now, you're like, you kind of just see where he was kind of at with life and what was going. And this was all honestly, it was all called to help, and it just makes it more sad because you can. I feel like when he was when he closer to when he passed away, he was getting out of this this whole like being dependent on drugs and things like that. Yeah. Um, but that's besides the point. Everything, every single song on this, on this album is great. Um, I like the way it was much more, it was a kind of like a darker, more psychedelic version of a version of watching movie with the sounds off, um, with the sound off. I felt like that album was more hip hoppy. There was still some dark kind of synthy sounding things in there, but it was more based around like pop and hip hop and things. Faces was hip hop, but this was dark. There's songs about him straight up dealing with drug addiction. There's songs straight up with him dealing with his family and what's going to happen with him. It's hard to listen to it because he talks about him passing away at one point in one song. And now it's like, you know, it's yeah. just crazy. Um, but I think it's a great album uh, of mixtape, rather. Um, it is funny. I found a tweet by him that he he tweeted in 2017. He says, uh, I was not on planet Earth when I made Faces. I was not even close. And I think when you listen to the album, you can totally see what's going on. And I think it's wild because it's probably one of his best albums. Is that the album tapes. where he um, says something about like, uh, like I hope the yay don't kill me or something like that? Um, no, that's good. AM when he's uh hope that yay don't kill me. I'm not trying to join the 27 club. That's actually, yeah. I think on good. AM, which is so um, insane. Is so weird, but it is fucked up. Um, but I'll tell you, but my favorite songs on here, they're all great, but my favorite definitely is Diablo. Awesome song. Malibu is a great song. And of course, Insomniac with Rick Ross are both three great songs. Mac Miller, right, before we move on. Uh, you ever hear from the Circles album, Good News? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is like listening to that after he died. It's is, sad. It's like. Yeah, it's really sad. Really, really tough yeah. to listen Faces, to. Faces, there's a lot of parallels like that on Faces too. But not from a like a like a this is sad. Not like it's how over can anyone standpoint? stop this from like a, a, this is self destructive. Like this is where he is was crazy. at. Yeah. And you know, also just one one more thing about uh, circles. You ever hear the song? Uh, shit, what's the? Everybody's gotta lose. Everybody's Everybody? gonna die. Yeah. 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 That's it's, watching movies or that's facing no, that's, that's circles. 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 But that's twenty. Circles. Is I, I, I was just trying to yeah, connect yeah, yeah. the uh, the good news. Yeah, no, no, no. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I don't remember exactly if Brian was in on this, but me me and Alicino and a couple of our friends had tickets to go see him in the PlayStation Theater 
right like what was it the show was four oh, months like two weeks no no dude. not even that was no it dude it, like it was like two weeks you were going yeah. in like november and you yeah passed. yeah it was like two or three weeks before after he passed away we yeah. Was yeah it was crazy and uh you know i'll never live that down but <laughs> it is what it is Numero seven. I got Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. Single yeah, platinum yeah, album. Listen good. Uh fourth studio album for Tyler. I mean, it's it's my favorite Tyler album because besides Call Me When You Get Lost, because I that album's just great. Love it. Yeah. But got my so- number six is Scumfuck Flower Boy. <laughs> I'm because we're tag team. What are you? All right. My number six seven, is you got my number six. six is Scumfuck Flower Boy. This album is, is the. Is it your number six? No, no, no. This no. album again, it's probably one of my favorite Tyler albums. This is coming off of the heels of finishing the three-part Doctor TC series with Bastard, Goblin, and Wolf, and this to me felt like the first time where he was like, "I don't have to be." He's coming off Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb, right? Yeah. I forgot about Cherry Bomb. Um. So yeah, you're right. Cherry Bomb led into this too, yeah. where I'm just making what I want to make now. Like, I did the horrorcore shit. I did my shock value. I got my name. I got my money. I'm good. I don't care if anybody buys this album. I'm making what I enjoy. And I, he puts on a shit ton of Odd Future and, like, less known to almost not known at all artists on this album, correct? Yeah. Same thing on Cherry Bomb, which Cherry Bomb, I almost completely forgot about that. Didn't make my list, obviously, but that album slaps, too. Amazing. Love Cherry yeah. Bomb. Just some... uh. Great songs off the album. We got Who That Boy, I Ain't Got Time, yes, See You Again, Nine One One Slash Mr. Lonely, Garden Shed. The whole album, yeah, great. whole album's great. Absolutely slaps. Go straight yeah. to number six for me. Good to see you, number six. Yeah. 2014 Forest Hills Drive, J Cole. Don't look at me. I don't like J Cole. That's oh. why I had it as an honorable mention. <laughs> okay. Uh, look, here's the thing. I allow if you if yeah, you go I, I will allow it. I like don't love J. Cole. I think J. Cole is good. He's a good storyteller. I think part of what did it for me about J. This is the album where everyone goes, J. Cole went double platty with no features. Cool. I don't give a fuck, dude. Uh, really, that's not why it's I on here. No, I, I, I'm know. not saying that that's why you're on here. With this I one. think part of my reasoning for not liking or liking not loving J. Cole is the unanimous love and slobbing of his mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I hear you. And the fact that he gets like pro, a fucking semi-pro basketball contract, like he's not. A well, good this is unrelated. Player. Now, yeah, I hear no, what you're saying, but it's part of the things that drag so, the aura of J. Cole. So here's how it goes. But Ready? that album is—it's an incredible album. I don't listen to music. Honestly, I don't listen to music at work. I listen to it in the car, primarily. I usually don't even listen to it when I get home. It's not something I put on, like, to pass time or I want. I don't want to say for enjoyment because then I sound like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, I wouldn't just be like, "Oh, I got nothing to do. Let me listen to the whole album." Like, you know what I mean. I'd rather turn on a sporting event or whatever. So for me, you no, know, but no, but I do it too. No, but I don't want to look like the weirdo that says. Like that sounds depressive. Like I'll never turn on music just for fun. No, no, like you I know what I mean. Saying. I get what you're saying. Right. So so way. for me, one of this album is more of a. Obviously, you guys know I drive up to Strawberry Park in the summer, three hour drive. This is something I could put on, listen through. It's like. I could get into it. I could sing everyone. I don't need to get watch the throne. I get fucking amped up. I, I gotta fight somebody. I'm like, here we go. I'm like every song, you know. And this is something more. I could just it's just a background noise. I don't want to say background noise, but you know what I mean. It's very. Uh, so anyway, I'll run through it. Wet dreams. Wet Dreams, Tale of Two Cities, um, 
Get off my dick. No role models. Uh, no. Uh, no. That's that's basically it for me. What do you? What you said you're gonna throw in stuff. Uh, no, you, you basically hit all the points. Before you go, is it on your list? No, I, right. it's funny because uh, you won't find any J. Cole on my list. Okay, that's. I mean, that's but, fine. Like I said, I'm not in love with the guy. No, but no, but uh, this as much of a like. staple as he is, another thing, another guy who my generation loves, J. Cole, the whole double platinum with no features. I don't give a shit either, dude. Like, like, I think it's far more impressive that Chance the Rapper won a Grammy without a fucking record deal. Without a label? Yeah, without a record deal and a label. I think that's way... But nobody talks about that. But everyone... Because he doesn't smart. have a record deal or a label, yeah. dude. That's why nobody talks about it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but the thing is, like Jimmy said, like, not love. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with it. Yeah. But, I mean, at least you guys can understand why it's there. I mean, you know. Six. Oh, all right. <laughs> so number six, I don't know. This is going to be 50-50 with Mr. James Hoffman. Number six is Man on the Moon 2 by the Le- uh, by Kid Cudi. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, you I can don't get it out. No, no, no. I, listen, you, we're not, when you're done, we're not done on this album. So Okay. So this album is great. Oh. Do not get me wrong. Um, I won't go too into it because I'm assuming you probably have it a little bit higher. Um. But I love it is very psychedelic album, um, and I think it kind of goes into the album itself. Um, I'm sure everyone knows or ha- has heard before. This is him coming out of a or during a cocaine addiction. So this album is very introspective. It's a lot about kind of what he was experiencing, and I feel like the production on the album also feels that type of way. It's very atmospheric. You kind of feel yourself almost getting somewhat introspective with it in a way that I feel like. Um, that's what he was going for. He's trying to tell you his story, but also kind of make you feel it, if that kind of makes sense. Um, I'm not going to go too deep 100%. into it, but my favorite songs on this, um, Don't Play This Song, I thought was great. It's about his, uh, it's a song, I think it's a song actually about his mother calling him at one point while he's like on a cocaine bender. Um, obviously, Mr. Rager, because that's just a great song. Um, These Worries. Um, so basically, both songs with Mary J. Blige I like. Um, and then Wild and Because I'm Young, because... It's just one of the best songs on the album. And I didn't put Ghost on here, but Ghost should probably also be oh, on yeah. that list also. It's Jack, six, you're number it's six. Six for you, Jack. Number six for me. So this is a weird one for, for you guys. I have DiCaprio 2 by J.I.D. slash Jid. And hmm? nope. Got nothing. Nothing. Got nothing. Nope. So yeah, dude, this the floor is yours. But this is good. I like this. No, so go allow, ahead. allow me to explain. Give, give me give me some... a comparison too to a rapper that we could you know so we know there is, is no comparison. Well, stylistically, stylistically, so stylistically similar to J Cole and uh, a lot of Big L or Lil Wayne. Production wise, Lil Wayne, Big L, stuff like that too. Uh, more like uh, his ability. He's a very he's no, I mean the, pr- the production on the tracks. What is the production similar to? Like the J Cole, Dreamville. Okay. So uh, a couple claims just to describe him to you uh very strong melodic instincts sharing ties with isaiah rashad and even occasionally bone thugs he has the ability to get off jokes even in the midst of triple time rapping a la big l or lil wayne uh atlanta uh but to describe the album to you as cliche as it sounds there is something for everyone and their mother on dicaprio too J.I.D. breaks the mold originally set by J. Cole, takes all the best parts and mixes with them and his own distinctive practice and pitch that works seamlessly with an array of trap and soulful beats. So, have you ever, have you guys ever heard the song Off These? I probably have. Get off my dick, get off my dick, run on my hip, run on my hip, cannabis, cannabis, roll on my split, Hannibal, Hannibal, look at it like this. No? 
now. So now I'll, I have. Well, but no, I imagine I I've heard it now. Yeah. I feel like I've heard it. I've lived it. So I'll, I'll give you one of my favorite bo- uh, favorite bars from the uh, album. It's called. It's from a song called Scrawberries. And it's uh, her pussy ball with the tat like ste- uh, Steph. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Come give on. You're going to give bars. You better give Say bars, it son. Say it slower. Bars. Can you hang with the hyenas? Oh! Go ahead. All right. Uma, <laughs> I got to pull it up because I'm going to fuck it you up. Just so I got to I gotta, I gotta pull it up for you because I don't want to fuck it up. I want to do it justice. Well, All you right. better fucking pull it up fast. My girl booty soft and it's shaped like a strawberry. Her pussy bald with the tat like Stefan Marbury. Oh my god. Love it. <laughs> I love a good vagina bar, dude. <laughs> All right. That was uh ten through six. We're gonna take a break and we'll get back to the top five. It's a new year, and with new year comes new resolutions. And what's gonna help you complete the resolutions that you set forward for yourself this year? Inspiration. And we have just the company for you that's focused around inspiration. Head on over to staythirstyco.com and put in the code HAVOC to get 15% off on your next order. And make sure you take a look over at the Winter 2022 collection. That's staythirstyco.com. Drop the OY and focus on you. Welcome back, everybody. We're doing the top 10 hip-hop projects, 2010 to 2019. We are down to the nitty-gritty. It's the top five. I'm starting with my number five. Give me the blowback. Give me the smoke. It is what it is. I said I was scoring this guy against himself. Number five. Had to check the year to make sure it was right. 2015 to Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. King Conta, sick. One of my favorite songs ever. It's a good album. Great Very album. great album. Great album. Ultimately. Flawless album. U- it, I would say. Flawless. I would, I would say every album from here on out I consider to be a flawless album. The one thing about this now, it's even it's a hard point to make because it's kind of Kendrick in general. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we are three suburb, four suburban white kids who don't really understand much about the hood or what it's like being black in America. And to pimp a butterfly thematically is largely about Kendrick, you know, and dealing I just, with his fame as a black man in America. And that's exactly what I was going to say in a different respect about Good Kid, Man City. Also, it's the same idea, but instead of fame. Now we're learning about the story of someone. Well, well right, so. Right, right. Well, so yeah. yeah. Well, so we got time to get to that. If you've so. ever listened to the song "How Much a Dollar Really Costs," that's my phone. Yes, that, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Insane. So we'll go now. Alice, you know, first. Yeah, my number five is Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Good Kid, Mad City. Right. Another <laughs> flawless album. Yes. And uh, yeah. So here we go. Uh, Bitch, don't kill my vibe, which actually is probably out of the songs I like. Everyone, stay with me. Out of the songs I like, my least favorite song I like. So yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. Um, but uh, poetic justice, great song, is really out of control. Obviously, Mad City slaps ch- everywhere. Both song, both parts. I, yeah, I uh, just listened to this album. Going to get the computer before we yeah, record. Yeah, so swimming good. pools. Um, yep. Again, what you were saying, basically. So this is more so the beginning, right? Uh, this is Kendrick Lamar telling his story. This is where I came from. This is yeah. the type of environment I grew up with. Exactly this is what, what I'm trying called. to get out of. It's exactly Good what Kid it's Mad City. No, no, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could definitely, and with that, um, Mad City, that song, it, in and of itself, tells that story. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, people who didn't even know hip hop or Kendrick or rap or anything in the genre knew yacht, 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 yacht. Oh my God. You know, like yeah. everyone knew that sound. So correct me if I'm wrong, the song. Uh, what was it? What's it about? Trust me, I'm dying of thirst, or help me, I'm, dying, me, I'm of thirst. dying of thirst. Yeah. That song, great. I don't, I don't mean to backtrack here, but 
Black of the Berry is Pimp Butterfly, right? That's probably my second favorite song on that album. So, anyway, I mean, another Kendrick album. That's why I have it at five. Go ahead. Um, Number five for me. I'm not going to go too crazy into it because we kind of already talked about it. But it's going to be Watch the Throne by Jay-Z and Kanye West. Nice. Um, To be honest, um, all the songs are hits. It's not really a deep introspective album in, in no. any way. Just two rich rappers at the top of the game saying, let's collab let's and bang. make a sick album. <laughs> let's, let's, and that let's is exactly bangers. what it is. Um, favorite song for me, hands down, can't even can't even debate it. Who Gonna Stop Me? Jay-Z has the sickest verse mm-hmm. in the whole entire album on that song. Um, Hard as a Motherfucker, Ham, another great song. And probably not considered one of the best songs. One of my personal favorites is Prime Time. On um on Watch the Throne, but they're all good. Otis, I know you said was great. I, Otis is my favorite no song. No Church on the album. in the Wild is great. Lift Off, another amazing yeah. song. So for yeah. me, it's Otis or and No Church in the Wild is my two favorite. I mean, obviously the in Paris is is that's great too. Yeah, you know what? But that's overplayed, mainstream for that's me. What I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I I get bored of the singles. Very for me, early, that's so. how I feel. Yeah. So number five, Jack. Number five, The Big Day by Chance the Rapper. Came out 2019. It's the first studio album that he has released. First studio. Favorite song is Ball and Flossin. Well, I mean, technically it's an album, but still no record. Listed, at, listed as the first technical yeah, studio album. Technically. Uh, you know, it, it's my favorite Chance project, album, whatever you want to call <laughs> I mean, it. What's the uh, Get a Bag? You want a uh, bag? No, 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 but the, spe- the specific bar from Get a Bag is... Uh, I stopped smoking cigarettes. Now no, pussy, pussy tastes, tastes like key lime. lime. <laughs> I like I like it a lot too. It just didn't beat acid rap for me, and I wasn't gonna put chance on twice. Yeah, I don't but, think you could so put chance on twice. The big day is essentially it's meant to play through like a wedding reception, right? If you listen to the album, it was it, made when he got married. You, it was made right after he got married, and it's a lot about his love for his wife and his family and his kid, his kid. And then his soon-to-be kid, because his second child wasn't born yet when he made this album. And if you listen to it start to finish, it plays like a wedding reception would. Like it starts with the banger, like everyone coming in, mm-hmm. and then it slows down, like you're eating dinner, and then it starts to slowly pick back up until the fo- the end of the party when everyone's hammered, having a great time. It's really a good like, po- like literally for a wedding, like just throw on for a party, right, listen right, to right, it, right, good right. to dance. You don't really need to know who <coughs> it is, you know, that it's Chance or who's featuring on it. Both tracks that Nicki Minaj is on are my favorite tracks on the album. And uh, just a, I think this is a good spot to talk about it. So a lot of albums have like skits or like weird little, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, this album has some like my favorite skits or like little, little side playthrough. yeah. little playthroughs because Four Quarters in the Black is fucking hysterical. I love yeah. Four Quarters in the Black. And then um, what's the other one? Um... There's a few skits on that album. I can't. I don't know which one you. There's another about. good one, but I'm also the song with his brother. What's his brother's name? I don't know. His brother raps on what Taylor? Maybe his brother raps on one of the songs with him. That's mm-hmm. like about the two of them growing up and like always having each other and this and that. But I didn't know this until I listened to the album. His brother's a DJ, and his brother okay. actually produced a lot of the stuff on this album. Yeah. Anything else you got on number five? No, it's it's my favorite chance album. That's all about that's what I got. All right, all right. Here we go. Number four. All right, all right. We're in the mix. Number four, baby. My first non album, I believe, that I've listed in the top ten. It is a mixtape. It is 
2015. It is produced by Metro Boomin. It's Drake and Futures. What a time to be alive, my man. Look at the track. Brian looks upset. Look at the track listing on that song, because on that on that mixtape, because I can't pull it up. But it, it is, is banger really after is banger really after banger. Jumpman, live from the gutter. Dig, uh, digital, uh, digital, digital dash, dash. big rings, big rings. <laughs> diamonds dancing, and when this album came out, I, this was at, Jersey. Jersey was a six song. This was at a time when I was working the, <laughs> the good old one thirty to ten p.m. shift, and I just fell into that like staying up till three a.m., sleeping till noon, like not really interacting with people. And I listened to this album every night on my way home from work. This album, um, every time I see it, always reminds me of. One of our motherfucking sponsors, Stay Thirsty, my man Thaddeus Piscus. I'll always think about him every time that From I see Oklahoma this album. Is this in your top ten? No, it's not. Okay. But um, but it came out. It came out literally. I think probably three weeks into me meeting Thad and little Daniel oh, and everyone God. up there. Yeah. So I believe it's September. 20th. Those are the September first September twentieth, two thousand fifteen. The first yep. moments you have with them are this album. Exactly. Okay. And Thaddeus yeah, loves Drake. Really so it's so it's funny, really dude. <laughs> views, views, and what a time to be alive. I just. I associate both of those with Thaddeus just because <laughs> he was the one always listening to them all the time. So great album mixtape, whatever you want to call so, it. So my number four, and honestly, I feel pretty good. I feel like I've, I've been kind of where I need to be on this list. Right. And, and I feel, I feel like I'm, I'm even, I'm even more aligned with you guys at this point. Okay. Number four is uh man on the moon too. Okay. Yeah. yeah I got yeah, you. Fuck yeah. Uh, I really, really, really had to think about putting this in the top three. Um, for all the reasons Brian said before, right? You you said it already, right? What's that? You you listed this one, Man on the Moon too. Yes. All right. So for all all the reasons you said, um, did you go through the songs? I didn't. I all I right. knew people were gonna have it higher than so, me, so I kind of right. Yeah. I'm gonna go through it really quick. Uh, uh, marijuana, erase me, Mr. Ranger, songs, uh, Ghost, yeah. obviously. Uh, Revel uh, Fev. Right. Uh, we don't. Uh, <laughs> Trapped in my mind. All right, well. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just going off the, off the top of my head. You're like, scaring me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to scare you. Yeah, all right. You don't, you don't, you don't, shout out Matt Oro once again. He's got Revifab lyrics tattooed on the inside. No, he's song. got Ghost. Ghost. Ghost, right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ghost. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, shout out Matt Oro. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Number four for you. Oh, number four. All right. Yeah, all we're right. in it. I mean. We all right. Number four. All it's right. been on lists before. Yeah, keep that up because Flower Boy by Tyler, the Creator. Wow. It is hands down probably... His best album. Can and I just say one thing yeah. before? I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's when okay. I said it was an honorable mention, Tyler the Creator, I was yeah. like, I didn't know if I wanted Igor or Flower Boy. You were like, you fucking really just. We no played. sold you, dude. We poker faced I'm no sold yeah. everybody. You dude. poker faced I'm no the shit out of me. everybody. And you made me feel like it doesn't deserve to be in the top no, 10. It's... And I was like, wow, I'm an asshole. No, and then you go put it but in. Hold four. on, it's going to get better. So I went with Flower Boy at four, but I could easily tie it with Cherry Bomb at four, too, and it wouldn't make a difference to me. Um, I went with Flower Boy strictly because. It was farther away from the lo-fi aspect. It was more rooted in hip-hop. Um, and honestly, it was just put together together better. Um, Hot kind of mentioned it before, but yeah, Tyler the Creator, he kind of took this route after Wolf where he was like, I'm going to make what I want. Cherry Bomb wound up being what it was in the sense that it was more experimentation and kind of new noises that he was kind of fucking around with. Flower and Boy. Cherry Bomb sounded like shit on purpose, right? Like on the production end and how his voice was. It's supposed out. to be yeah. So the voice was it was all supposed to sound raspy and blown yeah. out and yeah. that was the like idea. It was behind recorded it. on sh on a shitty right. Setup. And and I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he said in an interview before it was really just him trying to find a new sound, something that he wanted to to fuck around with. And I feel like Flower Boy was kind of like 
this is the culmination of the sound I want to put out. Like, this is how I want to sound when, you know, when I make music. Because Igor kind of follows the same thing also. And I think he said in interviews that he considers Igor to be, like, his complete album. Like, this is the type of music yeah. I want to make. And Flower Boy was kind of the step into that. Um, honestly, favorite songs for me, um, I Ain't Got Time, Who That Boy. You didn't mention November, but November's November a great, is a great fucking song. Um, it was nominated for for Best Rap Album of 2018, but it did not win. I think um, that year it might have been Damn. I could be wrong. Um, yeah, 2017, same year. Uh, 2018. For well, it would have been the 2018 awards. Right, but, so I yeah. think it was Damn for that year who got it, which, I mean, they, that deserves it. But either way, um, I'm a huge Tyler, the Creator fan. It's a great album. It's all put together well. And like I said, I could tie you with Cherry Bomb or even Igor. Honestly, they're they're interchangeable to me. You're a big fan, though. Definitely. Um, probably my number one or two favorite rapper. So are you done so, with Tyler on your that's list? That's it for the list. All right, yeah. so I, I meant to bring this up before, but you stumbled upon Odd Future on Sirius XM Radio. So, and then you yeah. brought it to me. So I actually, I was driving up to Evan's house in Connecticut. I found Yonkers. Um, it came up on the radio and they're like, there's this new guy, Tyler, the creator, blah, blah, blah. And they played the song and I'm like, this is sick. Immediately drove to Connecticut and was like, yo, I found this song on the way here. One of his friends was like, yo, I listen to all their music on Tumblr. Here's all their stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And that was it from then and on then in. And you came wow. back. You it was came back. And within a few days after you came back, you showed it to me. And then we started. And then a few weeks later, Goblin mm -hmm. came out. Yep, because he was getting ready to drop maybe the album. Maybe two months, yep. Goblin came out after that. And like we, we just got on the show. Like Bastard, just started right. listening to Bastard and all the other stuff. And then Goblin Which is a out. great mixtape. Number four, I have Blue Slide Park, Mac Miller, 2011. I understand you guys were like, oh, stay away. You were, we moved away from like the college rap, like the drinking, fucking around. Maybe just you. <laughs> no, I fuck with Blue Slide yeah, Park. Like Blue yeah. Slide Park is, is a great album. It's the debut studio album. Correct. And it has a gold certification for it, RIA. But uh, Party on Fifth Ave, Slaps. I want to say this is his last project with Rostrum Records, but it might have been the, the what came after Blue Slide Park. That I'm not sure. Oh, that was Mac Miller fan too. I think it might have been watching movies that came. I don't remember. Whatever. Yeah, I think this might be his last album produced by Rostrum Records. Uh, PA Nights also very good song. Up all night. Is I bangers. I listen to these Loud. songs all the time. Loud. Loud's on there. It's Loud's a good. It's there. a good partying album for sure. No. Always with the boys. We're always part when we're partying. Yeah, when the boys are blue buzzing, slides. Dude, when the boys are buzzing, you want to throw some blue slide park. Blue slides definitely. It's and that's the respect for it. Like, I couldn't find any other spots for other Mac Miller projects or albums, but like I, this one made its way up there, and I was like, it's. I think this is where it deserves to be. So that's my number four. All right, top three. Top three. Yeah, now we're in it. Now we're really in the shits. Number three. 2010, The Man on the Moon 2, The Legend of Mr. Rager, Mr. Kid Cudi. And I will say this, Man on the Moon 1 was only about eight weeks shy of also making this list. <laughs> Man on the Moon yeah. 1 comes out November of 2009. Oh, so we knew. It oh, was only know. a few short weeks before, and, and I'd have no com no problem putting them both in the top five, if it would have made it. Like, you uh, you guys kind of already touched on it already. It's yeah. A, the sound, you know, it's just an immersive sound. It's mm -hmm. one I could, like, the, the Strawberry Park trip, I couldn't tell you how many Strawberry Park trips I put on Man on the Moon 1 at the top and listened through both albums. Yeah. 
You don't even have to think about anything for mm-hmm. two hours. Musically, right. You just no, I, I, well, yeah, you see I agree. The, you start the track listing I do, up? I do, I do. I have. Because, like, I know for a fact that, yeah, neither one of you, Scott Miscotti versus The World. The first That's a great one, song. With yeah. CeeLo, another great one. I mean... Mojo so dope, Ashen Kusher. But that's every song, you know. Um, we're, we're we literally right, right. named no, no, every no, song I'm between just... all of us. So, yeah, I mean, I'd say if I have to give you my number one favorite, it's can, it's trapped in my mind. Can I ask you something though? Great song. If it now, I know this isn't this isn't this podcast, but just out of curiosity, um, would it be one or two if you could only have one album? If I could only have one album. I think it might be two, but I would have to. It'd be close. I would have to go listen to both of them again and give you a real answer. They're, yeah. Both of those albums I hold near and dear to my heart. No, because these come out the end of high school into college for us. Mm-hmm. So right around the time where music is kind of everything to a kid in a way. Yeah. You know. So, three. I'm good. Yeah. The only All thing right. I I did say about this, for, obviously, for our shared love of the album, for Christmas one year, I got you this album yep. vinyl. Yep. Yep. So you had a three. This is the first one that we've all had. But so, oh, you haven't, right? You didn't have it. Men on the Moon two. Not yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. So you might. It's well, we a all kind of had Flower Boy. You had him on the honorable mention. Yeah. But everyone else has hit. Flower all right. Boy. So uh, three is Kendrick Lamar's "Damn." Okay, I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, a lot of one word uh, titles on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, capital letters. I don't know if I have to say them loud, but loyalty, it's humble, yeah. love. DNA. Uh, DNA, right? I missed that one. Uh, fear. Uh, fear, feel. Uh, Duckworth. No, not Duckworth. I'm not a fan of Duckworth. Um, so, I'm sorry. That's okay. Be- before you get <laughs> into it, I just wanted to say for me, I just, for the sake of. I'm getting out of it. That's it. For the sake of variety in the list, I, like I said, scored Kendrick against Kendrick. This DNA, and as always, correct me if I'm wrong, more of a trap heavy sound to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I just, for me, I like the other two better. Okay. That's, that's I didn't good. view it that way. Like, not. I agree with you, but I didn't view. I it. I'll go s- right back to Kendrick. Singles, I will go right back to the Kendrick. The singles propping up the album are better for me than DNA and and, and uh, okay, royalty. okay. I don't disagree. I mean, like I said, I've I I had Kendrick before this. Then I played him here, and I probably have him one more. Yeah, so it's, it's just how it is, you know. Unfortunately, it's what yeah. I'm into. <laughs> go ahead. Number three, I got Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. There you go. And it could easily be two or one. Honestly, it really could be. Um, we've said a bunch about it, but pretty much I was going to say the same exact things. It's a story about him growing up, you know, conflicted between gang life. And he talks a lot about his family, keeping him grounded. There's a lot of themes about talking about his parents and his cousins and everything like that. Um, and there's also songs of him dealing with peer pressure. There's actually the arts peer pressure about Which him robbing a, great a house. Song. Right. You know, so... Um, a lot of interesting things. Well, some of the interesting things I found on it. So I didn't know this, but it doesn't. It's not really too surprising. So 2019, the album became the longest charting hip hop studio album. So as of September 16, 2009, it has charted every week on the Billboard 200 since December. Um, every week. I'm sorry. As of September 16, 2019, it's charted every week since its release in December 6 of 2014. So it's been in the so Billboard Top 200 six, five, for six over five years, yeah. almost six years. Um, my <laughs> favorite song, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Good Kid, Mad I thought City. it released 2012. 2012, but it looks like it debuted on the list in 2014. Gotcha. Sorry, that's my fault. Um, no, yeah. Favorite songs on this, Money Trees. Absolutely oh, yeah. love Money Trees. Song about him hustling, kind of just depending, you know, trying to make sense of, is it hustling and making money is worth it to him to be doing that rather than 
I guess, working in a sense. Um, what is going on here? And one of my favorite songs, Backseat Freestyle. Um, <laughs> it's essentially part of the story where his friends ask him to freestyle in the backseat while they're on the way to rob said house in Arts of Peer Pressure. Um, nothing really too special about it. They just tell him, and you could hear it at the end of the song before it, he literally says, yo, get in the car, you need to start rapping and put on some music. Yeah, he says, this is him rapping says, in the backseat. I got, I, got, I got five blacks and a beat yeah. CD. Get them freestyles ready. Kate. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then my other favorite song, both Good Kid and Mad City. Um, both of them together, absolutely amazing. Telling a story about you know police brutality in Compton, dealing with that sort of lifestyle, and then Mad City being more about Kendrick growing up, getting a job, being influenced by his friends to stage a robbery, yeah. get out of the job. You know, Mad City's like nuts. Also tells a story about why he doesn't smoke weed. First time he was handed a joint, smoked weed that was laced with cocaine and wound up foaming from the mouth. So that's that's like a whole thing. And I do like how the acronym is. Um, so he actually said there's two ma- acronyms for Mad City. One is um, my angels on angel dust and my angry adolescence divided, which I think is interesting because I think the my angels on angel dust is essentially him saying like he had people watching over him, but they didn't have the right direction. So they're trying to have him do the right thing, but they're not really doing the right thing themselves. Huh. This is all just interpretive. No, I. And it, then the other no. thing, obviously, my angry adolescence divided being a little bit more obvious. This is an album about him, you know, growing oh. up in Compton and trying to get out. That's and, pretty cool. I never knew that. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's easily could be number one, but just it, for charts, you know, top ten sakes, as Hawk saying, I'll put it at three. All right. I'm gonna switch it up here a little bit. We're gonna little shock value here. At number three, I have So Much Fun, 2019 by Young Thug. So People fuck with this. I've never listened to it. Neither have I. People Neither have I. I can't be mad because I haven't listened to Let it. Us but know, so yeah, make the case. I will make you your case. You got Bad, Bad, Bad. Head Around the World. Rose gold seat on the fucking helicopter. Double C's go shoot bad. I forget in the bar. Why do you, you keep doing point. this? <laughs> Deliver Listen, it or don't. You don't have to look it up. It's okay. I'm not looking it up. I'm bringing up more songs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, we got Ecstasy, which is a Machine Gun Kelly feature, which is very good. You wouldn't suspect it, but very good. Um, you got Surf with Gunna. Very good song. Very vibey. Uh, we got Mannequin Challenge, which is my favorite song, and it has Juice World in it. I woke up to Mannequin Challenge from basically the day this album came out until I graduated high school. So every morning, my alarm would go off at 6 a.m. And I would wake up to, the Rolex be grand, I'd be calling it granted. I cut the lamp truck in that bitch panoramic. And I would wake up and I would sing the song. Ready to start the day, baby. Yeah. That, uh, Let's also, go slay man. Get the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. World by the balls, baby. That that song, it it's great. But the, the reason it's so high up here is Young Thug never really put out besides Slime Talk. It's, this is the first album where he, it was like, okay, Young Thug is like one of the best. Like he's up there. This was the, the collection of everything that was like, okay, so this guy, cause he was a lot of features, a lot of production, a lot of back and forth, never really put on anything super solid. And then this is like, okay, now this guy, he's got the respect. He's here. And I always felt that way about Young Thug. It's just that nobody really listened to him enough to like, he was like, like, very good in the features. Anytime you, you heard a feature of Young Thug, it was kind of slapped. I can't really give you a couple off the top of my head, but you get the point. When I say Young Thug, mm-hmm. you know who I'm talking about. Of course. And this is the album that put it all together. And it was like, 
all right, we understand now. Like, this guy's up here. He hasn't put out anything super recently. I think another Slime Talk album came out. But nothing that was super wow as this was. And it's got my, I woke up to part of this album for three years of my life. Well, then it's got to be in it. It's got to be. Yeah, number, number two, fair Jim. Enough. Number two. Num- number two. It's an album we've already talked about. It's the 2011 Masterclass of the Banger. Jay and Yay, Watch the <laughs> Throne. I don't want to get into it. All the songs you guys mentioned are yeah. great. I love them all. You know, the whole album, really, we've talked about it. My piece that I'm going to add, this came out during my one-and-done freshman year at SUNY Cortland. Oh. During this time period when this album was out and, like, for the couple of months, you walk into anybody's dorm room on any given moment, they're studying, watch the Thrones on. They're watching the game, watch the Thrones on. They're playing video games, watch the Thrones on. Me and two other kids, rooms, separate rooms on the floor, all had, like, you know, relatively decent sound systems, loud, a lot of bass. For the pregame, all three of us would play the album at the same time. (laughs) With the doors open. <laughs> so the entire floor, shout out Randall Hall, second floor, would pregame to watch the throne played from three different fucking sound <laughs> systems, shaking the walls, dude. That was the pregame that entire first semester that I was there. That's the only thing I really have to add to it. I mean, yeah, like we, we said, not super deep, not super lyrically, like. No, a hype just, piece. Just yeah. put together four hype just and it's two of the best at the time. Hype yeah, bands. yeah. They were like, "Let's make a hype." Album. You know, not for nothing. Did it. Not for yeah. nothing. But like, you take two guys at the top of their game and you put them together, and they better come that's through. Yeah. And they did. But that's a lot of fucking expectation to deliver on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That album take- fails, and it's how you know what I mean. Yeah. So, but they did good. So that's two, right? Yep. All right, two. <sighs> Kendrick again. Okay. <laughs> to pimp a butterfly. And now, like Jack said, I never woke up to songs other than an iPhone alarm, but that's fine. Uh, King Kunta, I listened to... Such a good song. Almost. Dude, bitch, think, where were you when I was walking? Yeah, almost yeah. every single day. I think of, about you every time I listen to King Kunta. Uh, thank I don't know what... <laughs> because, I, because you love that song. I so love good. that song. Like, that will always, for always, forever, be one of my favorite songs, song. ever. Yeah. So, uh... It's like you had it on there, right? You had it in your top ten? Yeah. yeah. He just uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Five. Oh, five. Okay, okay. So Hood Politics. We went through the whole thing. But yeah. Hood Politics is a right. great song. Institutional uh, for me, is a great song. Right. So there you go. I have it at two. I know. I, it's we've fine. already talked about it. So All right. So for number two, because someone has to do it. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West. I mean, what are we doing here? Um, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> We're not done yet. Someone has to do it. We're not done yet. <laughs> someone will. <laughs> Someone will do it. This album is a direct (laughs) response to the actions that Kanye West. Let me reverse this. This is what this album was a direct response to what happened with uh, Taylor Swift and Kanye West. Kanye West went into um, went into a little bit of hiding. Was breaking up with um, his deteriorating relationship with Amber Rose. Kind of a lot of things going on in his life. He kind of rescinded himself. He also did a similar thing. Just real quick, 808s and Heartbreaks is an album basically based on he was engaged to a girl that he was dating at a time. She called off the engagement. Yeah. He pieced out, rescinded himself to Hawaii, and 808 and Heartbreak comes out two weeks later. Two weeks so later, dude. kind of the yeah. same thing. Two weeks later. It's amazing. And it would have been that would have been top 10 had it not come out in 2000. 100%. So yeah. this, 100%. Um, this is great. I know I kind of touched on it a little bit before, but this is seriously Kanye West started setting the bar for we are not just rapping anymore. We are now making music. 
hip hop and rap is now becoming a performance. It's not just a, um just not spoken art, which is one form of it, which is fine. When people rap over beats, it sounds great. It's awesome. Kanye West is just like, all right, we're gonna rap, but everything in the background is gonna sound like you're watching it in an orchestra. It's gonna be this live. is gonna sound like an actual music well, I mean, event. He's one he's top top three producers alive. Has to be. Has to be. Has him, to be. Him, but even even his even his live Dr. performances Dre or Scott Storch is or, another um, me. Scott Storch or Timbaland or Timberlake Will made it or there's yeah every there's no so but, many but Timbaland Pharrell and Timbaland uh, is probably I've said this before probably made hundreds of songs that you love that you never, that never, never heard. Of. Yeah. Him, yeah. I'll say this though, I would love to go to a Kanye West um, concert. Maybe maybe not maybe not present day, maybe but, not in today's but but climate. because he brings in. The orchestra. Right. He brings That's in the live saying. music. This is a he brings in a choir. Yeah, a choir for Jesus walks. There is a choir. There used to be yeah. a choir. And you're probably sitting in the crowd like this shit is fucking like this. I'm at an event. Right. Exactly. I'm at yeah. an event. It's yeah. more like, than a concert. It's so, like it really is. I'm not gonna get too crazy into it because it is what it is, and everyone loves it. Favorite songs on mine. Um, Devil in a New Dress with Rick Ross. Get one of the best songs. Lost in the World, I'm pretty sure is the le- uh, second to last song on the album. It fades into Who Will Survive in America. Great song. <laughs> and Hell of a Life is another great song. Also, Hell of a Life. Monster. Awesome song. Amazing. Single. Nicki Minaj. I don't know if she Killed wrote it. it. I don't know what happened. Killed but it. absolutely obliterated Nikki her writes, verse. Nicki writes her own song. I don't know. Not, listen, I'm not saying that Nicki doesn't write her own verses, but not everyone's features are always what they write. Right. Some people write features for them. So... Whatever, whoever wrote it, she killed it regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. Hey, Mr. Rager. Oh my God. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, I think we said all that needs to be said about this album, but my, my piece on the album is that whenever I listen to Mr. Rager or Ghost, and I drive, if I'm driving, where it's, you know, it's like the sun setting or stay, I feel like I'm in a movie, dude. Very, I like as Brian would say, it's immersive. It is very, it's a very immersive album, and it it touch it like, it touches you in a certain way. That's like, you you get to a different place. Like when you're listening to the song, you you under like you're in it. Like you understand immersive, and it's, I I find it few and far between where I find myself in those moments in music, and it's something that like, I wish happened more. So fortunately for me, and I mean. I think I could speak for all of us that we we did have a, a pretty decent childhood, and we weren't we weren't put in positions where Man on the Moon one, Man on the Moon two, some of the stuff that he speaks about, like and even some of the stuff that Kendrick speaks about mm-hmm. in his album, like we really can't get that deep and really understand it. But now, nah, bear with me. I could imagine a kid listening to these albums, going through it, and being like, "Holy shit!" Like, so if this album helped us get through dark you know hard times in our lives which may not be anywhere near right. hard times in somebody else's life you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I can't imagine i wouldn't say like uh, kid cuddy is one of the poster boys for this album saved my life for this song saved yeah. my life for this song saved my life i wouldn't say that it ever did that for me no i'm that's but, what i'm saying cuz i can't say that i've been that low that's what i'm saying but right. for as you know my lowest times that i've had personally emotionally whatever, you know, mentally, it definitely brings you out of it. It's definitely helped me got out of my worst stuff. Right, so know? I think, I think that's that... that's not even bad stuff, really. Right, and I think that album does it, where, like, people can relate across different walks of life, right. and that's very hard to do, like you said. So, 
And, Basically, uh, you know. One little fun fact. The Erase Me music video has uh, Kevin Fogel in it from uh, Superbad. He is part of the video. Oh, really? Just yeah, they're... Kevin Fogel? Yeah, I don't know the actor's <laughs> name, dude. Is that his, is that his first no, name his in the name movie? Is, uh... No, it was Kevin. I thought he was just Fogel. They he was just I, Fogel, but I think his name is Kevin Fogel. His name's Christopher Mintz Plus. Yeah, yeah. That's, All right. He is part of that music video. So here's a, here's what I just have of, to say before we do one. Go ahead. You, you. I mean, they're like in a 1970s Rolling Stone band. They do like a pre-concert interview, and they're all talking like a bunch of assholes. But point being, it, it, it's a very funny music video. Erase Me? Erase Me music video. All right, so number one, Check right? We're going to go through number one, but I just want to say this. So we've done a few top ten so far, and I, I've noticed this trend. And we are going to vote later, I guess, at the end of the show on what, what's next. But I have noticed this. So we did N64 games, right? And N64 games, don't get me wrong, there were many made, but there weren't that many. But there weren't that many options for a top spot. Like, you kind of knew yeah. that there were only probably 50 to choose from, just say, where – you wouldn't be outlandish, like, come on, dude. Like, why would you choose that? And then we moved to Pokemon, and there were 151, right? Mm -hmm. And now we're here, which there's thousands of albums, well, right? I think just recently, Snoop Dogg, I heard him say 30,000 new songs are released every day. Right. <laughs> so with that being said, right, this is why I said it before, number one. Number one holds so much weight on the the uh, chart, the uh, collective chart at the end of the uh, this, this episode. Mm -hmm. So here we go. It's got some power to sway. It's got super power. Some power to sway some Let's dynamics. And I'm going to start tilting the fucking bar in one album's I know favorite. what's going to happen. It's Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. It's Good Kid, Mad City. And so touching on what we've already spoke about, being who we are, not you said you know being white suburban white kids, not really understanding the struggle. A lot of people, this is like a well-studied thing, just going all the way back to the NWA with the origins of Gangster Act, mm -hmm. where... Not just necessarily white people, but people who don't understand the struggle are interested in hearing. Hundred, a million percent. Fascinating. It's interesting. It's a yeah. different perspective on the same world. A million percent. And people love a survival story. Yeah. You want to hear someone. You want to hear someone you succeed. Root for yeah. The, for the you know the underdog, the little guy. You know, not no pun intended with yeah. Kendrick. No, I hear you. Five two or whatever he is. But I don't. That's I don't think, you think he's five two. I think he's like five he is, five. He's, he's like, like five five. five. Yeah, five he's five. But either way, he was like yeah. five three. Regardless, um, we spoke about it a lot at Nauseam. Everyone said it already. My favorite song on the album, I mean, from one to nine, going from Shireen to what's right before Backseat. Why can't I think of it? Bitch, Bitch Don't, don't Kill, kill My Vibe, vibe yeah. Backseat, The Art of Peer Pressure, Good Kid, Ma oh, Money Trees, Good Kid, Bad City. I think it's Money Trees, Poetic Justice, and then Good Kid, Mad City. But I could and, be wrong. Yeah, you yeah, might yeah. be right. And then um, Swimming Pools. That whole first act of the album. Amazing. Any one of them could yeah. be my favorite. Compton and, comes back and swings it yep. in. Yep. And then the only other thing that I wanted to add to this, Backseat Freestyle. Is it just me or after this album, everybody had their own version? Everyone tried. Because didn't Earl do it? A lot of people did it. Everybody. Because yeah. it's such a good freestyle beat. You could find so many versions of yeah. this freestyle. Earl Sweatshirts was called Drop, which I really like that freestyle mm -hmm. too. And just this album is my number one because after it came out, this was the benchmark for me for, for a hip-hop album. Yeah, like you were even, like, this is the best album that's out right now. to this day, right when you now. put something out, right. I'm going to say, how does it stand up to Good Kid Mad City? And I mean, you know, that's all I really have to say. That's fine. Yeah, we, we already we, beat it yeah. with the drum. So here we go. 
I'm going to swing it back. Number one. Here we go. Jimmy said it before the show started. He goes, your number one has five five words. Mm. And I didn't. I was like, what? I'm like, I'm thinking about it. My beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. And I'm glad it's here. I mean, I could go on and on <laughs> of what you said. Yeah. I could. I'm really not going to because there's no need. I will say, low-key, Blame Game. Great song. Like very yeah, very good. good it was probably it's probably one of my one of my more favorite songs, but oh my god, uh, dark fantasy, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, all the lights. It is yeah. like Jimmy said with with uh, good kid. I do view other albums to this, especially Kanye, which kind of hurts him because it. You know what I mean? You, yeah. there, there's no there's no and listen, prove me wrong, Kanye. But there's nothing you're gonna come out with now that's gonna be even close to my dark twisted fantasy. He would need to. St- he would need to focus solely. It right. would need. It would need. Yeah. He would need to change everything. He would yeah. need to leave Skeet alone. And yeah, leave Skeet, Skeet alone. Yeah, yeah. Leave Skeet yeah. Alone. So leave Skeet there would be no, so much that needs to be right. done. But yes, I agree, hundred percent. He has Rihanna. He has Kid Cudi. He has Nicki Minaj. Jay Z. Rick Ross. Swiss Beats. Uh, Pusha T. Uh, John Legend. Yeah. Come on, it's all like it doesn't. It just doesn't stop. So for me, it's it's one, and like. It was close, don't get me wrong, but between one Kendrick one getting in there, two or two or one, you know. But I I had to go with I had to go with this one. So number one, Brian. Oh, all right. So say it. I know what you're gonna say. Do you? I think so. I could be wrong, but I think I know what you're gonna say. So for number one I have Dan by yep. Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Um, <laughs> also at number one, I have Dan by Kendrick Lamar. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So before I get too deep into this, I'm just going to say this. If this wasn't a top 10 for entertainment and I had to rank this specifically on how I actually felt, these albums would rank as this. Damn Kendrick Lamar. Two to Pippa Butterfly Kendrick Lamar. Three Good Kid Man City. Four My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Wait, it, truly, that, wait, that's if what? If it was if it was, If I had made this critically. list the way that I wanted to do it without, you know, muddying the waters with Kendrick Lamar albums altogether, that's how it would look. Okay. I truly think Kendrick Lamar is the best album in the game. I right muddied now, the shit out of it. has been for the last 10 <laughs> years. With that being said, Damn is an absolute great album. Um, I like it specifically for the reasons that Hawk was saying. The beats hit much harder. There are a lot more synths on everything. Um, he is now talking more from a position of I am on top of the throne and I am running the game. Come and get it. Come and get it. Good Kid, Mad City was This Is Who I Am we're introducing. To Pimper Butterfly was I'm pretty good at this shit. I might be getting to there. Damn is we are here. If you want to be better than me, you have to get up here first. And that's exactly how the album plays out. With also going back to the same themes from the last two albums that Kendrick always goes with. Doubting himself in terms of being a rapper, in terms of being famous, his family grounding him. It all follows into the same thing. Um, I'll wrap it up quick because I know Jack's got it too. My favorite songs on here, definitely Fear. Um, it's a great song. Production is awesome. Listening to him speak about him being afraid of losing everything at 7, 17, and 21 and talking about his life is absolutely amazing. Um, he references growing up in Compton. He references his success on Pimp Butterfly. And my last, my other favorite song, Duckworth, tells the story of his... Um, <laughs> you want to tell the story? I'll tell it. You can tell the story. Go ahead. So on Duckworth, the story is... So you do you know who Kendrick's label is? Do you know what the label name is? called Top Dog Entertainment. Right, yeah. Anthony Top Dog Tiffith, the man Tiffith, the man who owns the label, was a gangbanger back in the day. And Kendrick's dad 
was named Ducky, specifically in the song. Mm-hmm. That's what they called him in real life. That's what they, Their yeah. last name's Ducky. So That's what happens in this? Name. What happens in the song? And I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go over the whole Top Dog part of it. Just go I'm just, through, yeah. What happens is Top Dog winds up holding up a KF, uh, KFC. Yep. And Ducky works at KFC. Ducky's the manager. Ducky is the manager. is the manager. So Top Dog would come in multiple times and Ducky would hook him up with yep. like ex- extra biscuits, food, shit like that. Yep. One day he decides to hold up the KFC, allegedly winds up killing people, right? No. No? So the story is holds up the KFC. Um, everyone runs out except for the manager, Kendrick's dad. They knew each other, Anthony and Kendrick, like he was saying. Um, and basically his dad said, I won't say anything. So they both made a decision that he's going to rob this place. He's not going to snitch and he's not going to kill them. You want to tell the rest of it? And that basically what happens is at the end of the song, he says, uh, you know what I, happens at the end? They, uh, they, get it Right. So if you don't know, get it right, get it right, get it right, get it tight. So at the end of the story, so the story is that he um, he doesn't snitch on him. He gets out with the money, right? Years pass by. Kendrick's dad and this guy meet up together again, and now he's the producer of Top Dog Entertainment. And he goes, my son raps. And they go, all right, let's hear him. And then he signs with Top Dog Entertainment and becomes Kendrick Lamar. He was originally K-Dot, then he became Kendrick Lamar. So the end of the song, the verse that he's talking about, and the part of the album where I heard, I was listening to the story, I'll never forget, listening to the story, and it ends, and I go, well, we got to reverse it. He goes, um, what was it? You put two people in two two different predicaments. Yeah, in two random predicaments, give them a soul so they can make their choices and live with it. Um, What is he? I'm trying to remember. So the choices and live with it, 20 years later, they... Reap on their benefits. Yeah, you got it. You're, you do have Because it. if Anthony killed Ducky, yeah, Top if, Dog will be serving life while Kendrick grew up without a father and died in a gunfight. Yep. It's awesome. It's a great way to God end the album. Ends. Damn. The album ends with. So I didn't know Anthony that. So Ducky, Top Dog will be serving life and I grew up without a father and die in a gunfight. And then the album ends. And you're like, holy fucking shit. And I just wanted to make sure before I brought this up, it's all verified. It's a true story, and it all happened. That's that fucking, fucking wild. So now yeah. let's go over the statistics real quick, because we're talking about yeah, the best rap ball. album in the game currently, <laughs> still reigning supreme, triple platinum album. Uh, n- another little fun fact: Humble, the the probably the biggest hit on the, yeah. on the album. Humble and DNA. Yeah. Humble has seven million certified song units. It's also a diss track to Big Sean. That's why he says the "sit down, little bitch." Yeah. I don't know if anyone knew that, but. Seven million song units. The entire album itself is all platinum. All every single song is a platinum certified song. What the fuck? Yeah. Humble, <laughs> humble itself has seven million, which is three million off, and it's still growing to this day from being diamond certified, which would be the one of the only rap songs in the game that is diamond certified, which is very ridiculously hard to come by. Only rock, only rock, and like like old Rolling Stones albums, right, right, right. diamond certified. Has won every single RIAA certified um, award, whether it be Dutch Album of the Year. I think, didn't he win two Grammys for it? Probably. I think it's two Grammys. Triple Platinum Album, I already said, and is the only rap album ever in existence to win the Pulitzer Prize for Music. Wow. 
I did know that. Wow. It's a great album. It is. I mean, his net worth is $75 million and he's five foot six. Well, that's like. You're pretty disrespectful because like, I'm 5'8. Yeah. <laughs> It's that so, looking it up online and seeing that it says that's their build weight. Dick, it's like WWE, yeah. the build height. That's, that's, like, <laughs> that's like fucking WWE billing Undertaker at seven feet tall when he's. I truly believe if I was in WWE, I'd be billed at five eleven. But that's no here nor there. All right, another just you'd be billed at five eleven, two hundred and five pounds. Actually, <laughs> nowadays you probably. I'm one eighty five, so take <laughs> <right>. it easy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, also just wanted to tack onto the end of like favorite songs. I DNA, Duckworth, Humble, Element. Also, oh, Triple Element's a great song. I forgot about Triple Element. X, another great song. Yes, a L- lot of those songs. All right, so I'll, I think we I think we said enough here. But come at me if you want. Come at me and Brian. No one's gonna want. come at you guys for that. I think. I just want to say I'm so proud of Jack. I think his list was actually. really I, good. I think it was. Really good. Yeah, his his list was actually really good. Yeah. All right, so now we got. The top 10. We're going to take a break. We're going to figure it out. We're going to come back with the consensus picks. And I think for the first time in the top 10, it's going to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to yell as much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, Pat McAfee said it best. You got to look good to feel good. You got to feel good to play good. Well, we're going to help you guys look good with Saatchi Di Denaro. All right. It's the finest Italian material. It's fire. It's comfortable. And we got a saving for you. All right. You're going to use promo code HAVOC for 10% off. Your total purchase at SachiDDenero.com. Also check them out over at Instagram at SachiDDenero. SachiDDenero, always authentic, never counterfeit. As always, best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors, you're supporting the show. You're helping us chase a dream and put out more of this content that we hope you enjoy. The numbers are in. It is time to compile the total list. Right away, we have a a fucking score to settle, all right? (laughs) For the 910 slot... God. For the 910 slot, it is a tie. This is just heads up, me versus Jack. Okay. What a time to be alive versus Blue Slide Park. Both have seven points. I'm going to let you. I'm going to yeah, let well, you. Well, no, I'll point. mediate it. Thank you. All right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you? Uh, I'll mediate it. Thank you. All right. Go for <laughs> it. Guy doesn't know what fucking mediate means. You got 45 seconds, Jim. You're up first. I don't know if I need all 45 seconds. First of all, Drake and Future are two of the hottest people in the game when they released it, not just the hottest person in their small subgenre. And on top of that, I mean, just banger after banger after banger. I just named almost the entire album when I brought it up in my list before. I could only off the top of my head name three or four songs off of Blue Side Park. Either way, the fact that they're... I think What a Time to Be Alive needed to be on the list regardless, and I said I would fight anybody to the fucking death on this one. Well, there you are. And a lot of people said no. And then went back and looked at the track listing and was like, hold on, you might be right. Let me okay. go and do some research. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're up, Jack. Don't be looking up data now. Too late I'm in the looking game Looking up for that. data. I'm pulling up the track list. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, for Blue Slide Park, which led to a generation of partying, uh, just the boys, Boston, as always, it's electric. And there's some there's certain things you can't find. I mean, to be honest with you, the battle versus What a Time to Be Alive and Blue Slide Parks, it's a hard one to fight. And you know, I I feel like you probably have the upper hand on this one. I'm not. I I hate to say it, but I think I'm admitting defeat right now, because wow. blue, you and know. And I'll tell you right now, what a time to be alive deserves to be higher than Blue Side Park. When I you will vouch. when you put the artists, Mac Miller, Drake, and Future, Mac Miller, I favor way higher than the other two. But we're not talking about the artists. We're talking about the 
the one piece of work, and I think What a Time to Be Alive. All right, I favor Brian. the other two artists. Out of those two, I'd go with What a Time to Be Alive. I'd go with What a Time but to Be Alive. Like we've told That's fine. Yeah. Number 10, Blue Slide Park. Number 9, What a Time to Be Alive. Number 8, uh, Wooks Undisputed. What's the, the Young Thug album that Jack had up Damn, there? your number 2 spot shot it all the way up. Where, what was the name so of that album? So much fun. Damn. Why couldn't you rap like that when you were saying the lyrics? Because he's down on the microphone. He gets stage fright. You know when you rap, you have to hold the microphone. He gets stage fright. Or you put it in your ear. Go ahead. He gets stage fright. Right at the moment. Fish running down on the left. All right. The next one is going to be To Pimp a Butterfly with 15 points. That's seven. That's Even seven. though it should be number one, but I skewed that the wrong way. Number six is going to be, we might have another tie here now. All right. Hang with me for a minute. No, we don't. It's very close, but number six is going to be Scumfuck Flower Boy. Let's go. And number five by once, Flower Boy had 18 points. Number five with 19 points. Watch the throne. That seems fair. Yeah. I like, seems fair. I like that. I'm okay with that. Oh, hold on. I stand corrected. We have a uh, fucking battle. Tied tied with Watch the Throne with 19 points is Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh, well. No. So let's, I can't debate myself. I would have to go with Dark Twisted Fantasy because it's so much higher than Watch the Throne. On my list, I had it one. Yeah, I had it two. Got to go with so just based. You have Watch the Throne. I watched the Throne at two and unranked. I had unranked Dark Twisted Fantasy. Did you guys? So you got to go watch the Throne. Where'd watch the? Th- but you guys all had Watch the Throne on your list, right? I did. I did. Yeah. Deep. Deep. Did you have my Dark Twisted Fantasy? At, no. I think five. Uh, I had it seven. I had it at five. Yeah. You had it at five, and then yeah. you had Dark Twisted Fantasy at two, two. or one. So that's and then you had yeah, seven at one, seven I and one. Watched the run at seven, and and yeah. So I have to give it to my bar, uh, my bar, my Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Thank God. Feels feels better now. I only feel the hostility about that from. Yeah. It still feels dirty, yeah. but go ahead. So number three, I believe, is undisputed. Bear with me for a second here. Number three is undisputed. 24 points. Good kid, Mad City. And now, the moment we haven't had one of these yet, we got a tie for number one. Oh, nice. You already know what it is, but... It's, yeah. it's fucking Man on the Moon 2 versus Dam, both with 28 points. Yeah. I'm going with Dam. Oh, and the reasons are obvious. <laughs> <laughs> going with Dam, number bro. one on so, the list. Uh, two number ones we got. Don't get me wrong. It you know what it is, and it's so weird because they're not the same type of hip hop albums. When you really yeah, think about it, so hard it's to easy compare. to say, oh, they're both hip hop albums, but we are just one's introspective battling with substance as abuse much as I'd like and self doubt, have... and one is I'm the best in the world at rapping right now. With one is I don't know who I am. And yeah, I'm finding out who I am again. I'm re like a rebirth almost. Yeah. And the other one is I I know who the fuck I am. Yeah. Finally, after do you all know this who time. the fuck I am? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So here's what I'll say. I want there to be like a hot debate over this. I just feel like, I feel like damn needs to be one and 
Man on the Moon 2 needs to be 2. I agree. I, I think f- Dam needs I to do, be 1. I kind of feel that way, too, even though I left Dam off my list. And But why did you leave Dam off the list? Because I didn't want to put Kendrick on Same thrice. reason I did. That's fine. Yeah. And that's fine. But now looking at it in totality here, now we're here. Now we're at this point. Forget that point. If you had listed Dam on your list, would it be higher than Man on the Moon 2? Probably not, because I wouldn't have had Dam above to Pimp a Butterfly. Mm. I put Dam out because I had Butterfly and Good Kid Mad City in. Gotcha. Kendrick only lost against Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I guess if Dam made it over Butterfly, it'd be in five or four. But I don't know if it would beat Man on the Moon for me. Okay. But you know, it's just it is what it is. I have no problem. I'm not I can't sit here and argue with you about Dam right. being a that's what you I'm know, saying. It's it's it's, it's like a hard I've, argument. I've used yeah. this metaphor before. I think on Polyvu, it's like ice cream, like strawberry ice cream, vanilla ice cream, chocolate mm-hmm. ice cream. You have a preference, but at the end of the day, you're gonna take whatever's yeah, given to cream. you. you yeah, know, it's still fucking awesome. Yeah. So I really I don't have a problem, especially because it was so unanimously higher on everybody else's list, putting Dan at number one. Yeah, I think we should. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay. I mean, obviously, obviously, this side of the room was okay. <laughs> All right, so here's the list as it stands. Number 10 is Blue Slide Park. Number 9 is What a Time to Be Alive, Drake and Future. Number 8 is So Much Fun, Young Thug. <laughs> Number 7, To Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. Number 6 is Scumfuck Flower Boy, Tyler the Creator. Number 5 is Watch the Throne, Jay and Ye. Number 4, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Ye. Number 3, Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. Number two, Man on the Moon 2, The Legend of Mr. Rager, Kid Cudi. Number one, Damn, Kendrick Lamar. As we predicted two weeks ago, dominated by Kendrick. Mm -hmm. I expected more Drake on this list, but that's fine with me because I'm not a huge Drake guy. The way, you know what it is? I view Drake less as a rapper and more more as a pop star. He's an artist. He just makes music that the mass population of people will like. But he's good enough for rapping where niche hip hop fans can be like, this isn't that Me- bad. Remember when you said. Uh, when Drake wants it, Drake gets it. Like, oh, no. You, 110%. If you put him on an all gangster rap and trap style album, he will be fine. He will, fine. Go fucking he will get be it. fine. He's if, an artist. If, yeah. if we did top 10 artists of this time period, Drake would probably Drake be would in the top definitely Drake would be, be in, the top in my three, list. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Without so it's not, it has nothing to do with that. But like how you were saying how. Who, I forgot who you were saying it about. What? Was it about Future? Who he's putting too much work out? Future releases like three to four right. albums a year. And it's the exact opposite with Kendrick. Like, right. You... And it's funny because I saw this online. Um, Outkast was known for having very long periods of time in between their albums. And Andre 3000 talks about it. He's like, we needed time in between making music to experience to life live. and yeah. grow on things so we can make new things. The problem I the problem I think with Future is is if you're constantly making the same thing over, you're not making growing. There's, there's no new information coming in. You're right. just doing the same thing. Right. So that's how I, 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 and, I and I agree with the that, long yeah. gaps between albums suck. Of for course, fans people are clamoring the, for them, and the thing that comes out of it is usually well worth it. It's right. like the same thing with comics. If you're putting specials out every year or every ten months. And all, and it's every year. It takes a long time to get an hour perfected that you're going to put out as a special. If all you're doing is putting out specials, ten to twelve to fourteen months, you stop living life. You right. run out of experiences, and then you run out of material. Very similar to music. I think comedy and music, in a lot of ways, go together. 
you know, not go together, but like the way the creative process is similar, you know, like it's the reason what's his face got uh stopped doing comedy. The guy from Cheaper by the Dozen. The dad in Cheaper by the Dozen. Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. I was like Steve Martin stopped doing stand up because people would laugh no matter what because he was Steve Martin. He he could go out there and be like uh, you know, say something stupid. Yeah, this chair that I'm sitting on is comfortable, and people would laugh. Right, he's like, he literally said yeah. to himself, "I got to stop because I don't have. They're gonna laugh no matter what. I'm not getting anything good out of this." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think I think comedy is a little. I agree with you in the creative process, but I think you need to live life to get comedy. I think comedy uses relies too much on current events at this point in in uh, in life. And that's what kind of bothers. Depending me. on the artist, you could argue yeah. music too. A lot of the artists I listen to are very, very current event based, especially when you see them live. But that's a time for a different. To cover back on uh, what Brian said about the large gaps in uh, like albums, with Kendrick, it it's weird because Damn came out, and then there wasn't really anything until Black Panther came out. Yeah. And then the Black Panther album came out, which was it was it was kind of good. It wasn't like, really a Kendrick album. It wasn't. He it was right. he facilitated. It was it. He curated it. He curated yeah, it. Yeah. He's on songs. Yeah. And then um, after that came out, it, there was another gap. And then uh, Baby Keem, his cousin, put out an album recently. And then the song Family Ties uh, came out, and that became a platinum hit in I think two weeks. I'm not sure yet. I mean, I wouldn't. It was it it top charts as soon as it came out. So it's not like the volume isn't necessarily there. It's more of a like, what's what's next? And after think after talking about damn, like I'm on top of the game. You know, like how we how the album is how we see it. Yeah. What has changed? Um. You know. I think his next album is going to be much more politically focused. Um, I don't know what he's gonna rap. I don't know what he's gonna rap about in terms of where he's at because everyone knows he's the best. Um, however, it is coming soon. I don't know if anyone saw this. He put something out on Twitter, letting everyone know that this is gonna be his last album on Top Dog Entertainment. So if he's putting it out now, it's probably coming sometime this year. Yeah, I would assume. And that's top. That's the last of Top Dog. It's not the last of Top Dog. They still have. No, no, no. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, Last sorry. of his albums produced on Top Dog. That, it sounds like he might start producing his own. Okay, like so he's not. He might not be done rapping. Entirely. He's not done rapping. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's done gonna start produ- having his K- albums K- produced. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, before we get to close the closing segment here, I just wanted to give a quick shout out. It's the decade doesn't fit right and. This guy, did, uh, he does solo work, but as far as doing albums for this decade, he obviously wasn't going to get spoken about. Juicy J and the Triple Six Mafia, shout out <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the only gangsters in the world that also have an Oscar. <laughs> they have an Oscar for Best Original Song for Hustle and Flow. Uh, it's hot outside. Really? For, yeah, I think it's hot outside for... Isn't that Hard the, Out Here for a Pimp. That's hard like, Out Here for a Pimp. I could be Is wrong. That, it's but... the original song from Hustle and Flow. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They are the only gangster rappers that also have an Oscar. And Juicy J, feature king during this decade. Every time he yeah. does features, you love him. You forget that he's fucking. He's over fifty at this point, right? Uh, I didn't even know that. To be honest, you think uh, he? I think he's I pushing fifty, if not over fifty. And I brought up on IFC all, all the way at the top of the show. Two favorite songs on there: great Juicy J features. Yeah. 
another thing I just want to tack on. I'm not gonna put them against each other, but I also feel like Future is a fu- is a Future King. Forty six. Yeah. Can you look up the song from Hustle and Flow? Yeah, Future is a Future King. I feel now that you look at it, however much music he puts out on his own doesn't compare to when he does a feature or when he does an album with somebody. And I think that's weird because Lil Uzi Vert was only in my honorable mentions, but him and Future put out an album recently, 2020. And I like that album, but that's a lot of Future stuff. Like, it's very trap beat, very, like, very trap hip-hop. It's hard out here for a fan. It's hard out here for a fan, yeah. But the, his pacing changes a little bit to just to Uzi, but it's it's weird when you see how what his solo work looks like compared to what he does when he collaborates with other artists. Yeah, but you like can say that about a lot of people. Yeah, very true. All right, so now we've done this. I feel good about this one, honestly. I do. So now you're saying you got a surprise yeah, for you us. Got things to so out the show that we don't know about. We, we had, won't find out. We had, by the way. Now, officially, across, as far as I'm concerned, the socials that matter, Instagram, TikTok, and now Twitter, HOH Podcasting. Found you. Same account, uh, same handle across all three. Go find us there. Interact with us. We're doing things to try to get people involved. One of these things was we put up a poll listing the, the top tens we've already done, looking for suggestions. Got a couple of answers. So we're going to take two that I thought were interesting right now. The three of you are going to vote. Keep the numbers odd. It's going to be two to one, one way or the other. Mm. Zeke Kavinsky, our mm. good buddy Zeke, hit me with fast food menu items. I like that. Okay. Goo Raftis hit me with top oh, 10. Goo. Yeah, yeah. Goo Raftis hit me with top 10 current NBA players. And that's the one I said we would be screaming at each other <laughs> over. Because that's one we're all on an even playing field with for sure. So, fast food menu items, current NBA players, you got to pick one. I already know what they're both going to pick, so I'll just go whatever they pick. Jesus. I'm going to go fast food. No, you're not going to go fast food, dude. I am. I am. He just doesn't want to pop a a blood vessel. I am. I'm going with fast food. How do I submit my vote? Uh, My vote is in. It's fast fast food. I know that it would be a fight, and I know that people would love to watch us argue, and uh, trust me. I'd kill y'all because maybe not him, but I, he knows how. Me. He knows. Like, oh, Devin Booker is so good. See, it would be a fight instantly. Uh, Booker sucks. It would, it would be a fight. It would Devin be an instant Booker fight. Sucks. But that's fine. We're not gonna get into that right what now. Are you picking, Jack? But fast food, in my opinion, opens it up to so many more people. Well, to, Jimmy, to let watch. me ask you a question. Yeah, I can see where you're going. We're get, we're getting a little deeper here in the in the NBA season, right? Okay. Obviously, we 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 have content that could be made. Right. Uh, why don't we hold off on this? I will go fast food items because we're getting to a point in the NBA season where it's... I was giving them what they wanted, and I got what I wanted. I, fast food, That's baby, the way it works, go. dude. All righty. All righty. So this comes out on, on April 5th, this episode. So fast food <laughs> items, that's coming out on 19th. A- April 19th, Brian's birthday. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Is there rules? Can we, can we, can we, can we, can we help me? Help as far me. as what? We've had to try the item. The item can or cannot be seasonal. I need answers. Can it be a drink? Can it be food? No, yeah. I, I think keep it the way it is now. Just what do you mean? Open. Yeah. yeah. Not soft serve drinks. So I feel if like anybody says In and Out and no one's been to In and Out, then I'm kicking somebody. That's fair. 
Yeah, no, you have to. Yeah, have that's eaten. fair. You have to have eaten. You've had to eat. Okay. Don't fucking tell Here's me my, uh, a number one from In-N-Out Animal Style if you don't even know what Animal Style is. I agree. Right. Okay, you good. You have I, to have eaten it. Okay. This here's the thing my gripe with, like, soft serve items. What I, about the, sh- the, the, the Shamrock Shake, dude? Shamrock Shake's a home run, dude. And that's a seasonal soda. item. Shamrock Shake would probably be on my list. No. You meant soft drinks, not soft nope. drinks. Oh, I mean, all right. Like, I like you said... Coke. No, <laughs> like, no. Like, you know what I can really go for, dude? Yeah. A Diet Dr. Pepper. fucking Sprite. Yeah. McDonald's so. Coke is better than any other yeah. Coke, bro. It's, it's coated. Syrup. It's coated. And I just want to say this, and I don't want to make it a big thing. You, you think Devin Booker's a top 10 player? You paused. You paused. You paused. Do you think he's a top 10 player? Devin Booker has never won more week. than 32 games on a team that didn't have Chris Paul on it. Check me. Devin Booker's also scored 70 points in a game. What does that mean? <laughs> Jim Fredette scored 111. Right, college. <laughs> There's your preview. Yeah, that's you might as well do the NBA mean, one, too. And I'm not saying Booker's in my top 10, but I'm saying he's damn sure close. Okay. You know, we had a... Uh, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, don't I'm do not going to do it. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. That's the show. That's the show. <laughs> Two weeks time from right now on April 19th. We'll be doing I'm glad it's coming out on my birthday. We're going to be doing fast food items. No, fast food items. Oh. This one comes out of the fridge. Um, I'm going to be a fat boy on my birthday. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. We should eat fucking food. We should eat some You know how bad that would too, smell in here? I'll do it. But. Um, all right. So as always, we're brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions. Sachi D. De Niro and Stay Thirsty Company. Peace out. Peace.